Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Arcanum Obscura. I'm one of your hosts, Nathaniel. Hello, and I am kind of the other host, Chris. I do say that every time I introduce, I am one of your hosts, and you just go, hi, I'm Chris. Usually I do, but Um, I wanted to go with kind of one of your hosts. Kind of one of the hosts? Who are the other hosts? That's the real question. Is 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 the cat know. from the other podcast involved? Today I found out I'm just a researcher. Don't start with me. Don't start with me. This is the only no, one. The turtle is the goddamn other host. <laughs> I forget his name right now. I named him and I can't remember his name. Theodore. Wasn't Theodore? Wasn't it like? Oh, Herbert. Not Herbert. It starts with a B. I'm pretty sure. Herbert. No. <laughs> Bernard. 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 Yep. You have to listen to Kitten Cast. No, you don't even. The funny thing is, you, you don't, don't have, have to, to listen. Just cause... go to the Kitten Cast uh, Instagram. There's a whole ongoing story. <laughs> I was gonna say you don't even have to listen to the Kitten Cast because we don't even actually talk about it. Uh, the story will just entertain you on the Instagram. Yeah, it'll kill like ten minutes. Which probably. is <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> listen where the kitten gets it. Okay. So let's get started. Yeah, we're diving back into where we left off, uh, the Smurls. Yep. Um, we're, I think you have a bit more to do, and then I'm going to pick up where you leave off. Yeah, because and... this is actually like our first... First of all, it's our first multi-part, which I'm guessing is probably going to be at least five parts. It's going to be long. And secondly, it's also our first... Aside from the intro, that doesn't really count. No, to it's be our fair, first multi-part. also the intro was mainly oh. you... But we did both talk. That's well. Yeah, you're right because you talk in all of them, unfortunately. And you know, I try my very best not to, but it's so hard. It's really hard. Like you're so fucking dull all the time. Well, if you add something to it, you gotta tell your mom that fifty bucks isn't enough to let you talk anymore. We're going up to sixty. <laughs> she sews. I, I don't it. know. She, she sews it like into the back. Ma- she sews it. She, she doesn't even sew it. She safety pins it to the back of your shirt where your name and address are written. When you come in the door, I just pull it off and put it in my pocket. The name and the address is for whenever I inevitably forget my name and address. It's also in his underwear, each sock, in each shoe. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. When I actually have coats on, there's usually multiple ones within the lining of my coat. It's one of those, like, it's in your glass lens, so when the sun hits it, the address lights up. That's it. <laughs> like holographic that would be actually kind of cool then you get lost at night and you're like fuck where am I mom mom I pooped <laughs> alright who shit in my pants <laughs> um, but we're going to be picking up what we left off last episode I, I noticed the last podcast I was sniffing a lot too even though my allergies you... weren't acting up and now I'm starting to sniff again I know you were fine all day and now you're just being yeah. a sniffly boy again I'm a sniffly boy. You're just trying I'm to ruin my life, aren't boy. you? I'm sick. Fuck you. Feel for me, people. Don't do it. He doesn't need your pity. Look, nobody else gives a shit about me. I need somebody to. I don't care if they're a stranger. Hey, your daughter gives a shit about you. She does. My daughter's awesome. That's about it, though. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's Bernard! I'm sure he cares now that he's back. Well, we're escaping right now in the story. As you're melting a hole through Earth. Is that what is happening right now? You didn't read the last... <laughs> no! This is like the last episode of this where you didn't pay attention to a word I fucking said. Last episode was fucking... 
You're like, did you mention they live in a duplex? Like on page four. I'm like, yeah, in the first paragraph. I was a tired boy. I'm tired today, but I have an energy drink, so I should be okay. I don't. Do you want one? No. I got one behind you. I need some of that black tar. Mm, fresh out of heroin today. <laughs> Tomorrow. I got you. Okay, so let's get into this shit. Deep dive this shit. Okay, so obviously last week we did a small story. Yes. And I already said it's our first multi-part cast. But this is part two. So if you are listening now, go back to part one. Yep. And if you've already listened to part one, go back to part one. It's going to be like an internet, internet uh, infinite loop. <laughs> I say it, they listen, they go back to part one, they get here, like, ah, oh, I can listen to part Oh, back to part one. Damn it. What when's okay, but there's always like some way to break a loop. How do you break this one? Furious masturbation. Shit, then I'm set. Let's go. Um <laughs> it's the yeah. only way to be it's not even I was gonna say it's sex magic, but it's not even it's like it's sex flying magic. solo magic. So technically sex magic. I suppose depends on what you're thinking about. Yeah. Um, you're thinking about a chair and you're just fucked up. Smarls is a very well known story to kind of Well that's what's weird because it's we yes said and this, no. We said this yeah. last time. Yes well. and no. It's a really well-known story. But you will not find any information but anywhere. It's actually like kind of obscure. Like the only information I could ever find was the book. Yep. I, and the movie, I guess. But the movie was didn't really follow. Well, much. I have the movie. If you ever want to actually watch absolutely it. Absolutely not. Okay, just be a piece of shit. I only went all through this for your entertainment, and you don't even want to watch it. I like the book. One of the books I gave you. The other book you never fucking read. You never gave me a book. Aside I from the I told you to buy a House of Leaves. And you I'm did. still reading it, dog. It's a big book. It's been like it's... two years. Yeah, what's your point? I'm a slow reader, and I let it read it in like a week. <laughs> I'm busy reading other shit. Yeah, you're busy watching people play games online. Don't stop. Don't. <laughs> this is a topic for another time. This is a topic that makes my heart hurt. Stop being mean to me. It's like, that's your little voodoo doll. What? I'm just going to get a voodoo doll that says Critical Role. And it's <laughs> no. Oh, God. Okay. So, How did you do this to me? Like I said, this is part two. You, I mean, I guess if you don't want to go back to part one, there's still a lot more story to go. Yeah, you don't have I to. I would suggest going at least back to part one. And you listen. don't have to go back to part one. I suggest it mainly because there might come some things that you don't understand what is happening or what we're referring to. Or if you're like Nate, you might listen to all of part one and then just still not understand anything and question me. Did you talk about the <laughs> duplex? <laughs> okay. So getting back into it. So you can get to your part. Okay. Sticking over my notes. Okay. So on the night of January 1985... Jack and Janet had... I didn't want to, like... I didn't know how to word this and not be... <laughs> they had a little intimate time together. That's just how I put it. I didn't want to, like... They fucked. Well, I was trying to be polite. In you case know, the you, family happens you, to okay, stumble on this. I will, I will say this. There's a chance they could be... They Certain family members could be listening to it. I don't think they will. But I hope they at least know that this isn't meant to... I mean, they might, because, I, I mean, fuck. I have 
a Google thing out there to catch my name being searched anytime it is. That's a good point, actually. Um, this is not meant in any kind of mean or mean-spirited well, I way. I don't think they would think I that make anyway a joke out of these things because... You're a shithead. True. But it's you also hate the people? Big, it's even more true. You're homophobic? Not so true. Because you're a homo. <laughs> wait, no, wait, that would work because you're self-loathing. I, you know... I hate myself have, because I'm gay. You have a point, just a, the wrong one. Um, but I The homophobic part was wrong, right? No, that one's real. Okay. It's like a double... It's like a double-edged sword yeah, there. Yeah. Like, Shit, which one do I say is wrong? Either way, it's not what I want people to think. <laughs> um, but no, I just try to keep it lighthearted. Put somewhat. myself into a corner. I'm going to go cry. We talk a lot uh, about a lot of really t- terrible things, so try to keep it lighthearted. So, you know, you're not depressed while listening to us. I do enough of that by myself. Unless you want to be because you're sitting alone in a corner and have no friends. I often do. And when you think we're your only friends and... You're sad and alone anyway. I love you. You are an important person. Mm-hmm. Are we going to do word affirmations I really right now? can't think of something to say to somebody. I, you know, You make a people, difference. That's something important. Despite what people say, you... You smell like shit. <laughs> despite what your mom says, it's all wrong. We're not doing ASMR word affirmations right now. You started this and then instantly sidetracked yourself. Yeah, we gotta do a... ASMR. That means you gotta get close to the mic. You are one sexy bastard. Nobody's ever gonna hear that because it's gonna be too low volume. Hey, how you doing? I'm glad you can make it here today. Hi, wanna fuck? I'm good. That's not ASMR, is it? <laughs> I mean, there might be a niche got, out there. I accidentally shaved my beard too short this week, so now I can't do the ASMR beard rubs. You can be a rub. It's kind of short. It's just going to be not too... Uh, we should probably get back on topic. They had yep. intimate times. Yep, they had intimate times together, and afterwards, as they were laying together, something suddenly grabbed Janet by the ankle and started... I had to stop for a second because look how... Stupid thing. <laughs> I, so I write on my iPad with a Bluetooth keyboard. And like lately, iPhone and iPad have been horrible with autocorrect. So when I wrote grab, they put grab space B space ED. Grab the bed. Yeah. Okay, so suddenly grabbed Janet by the ankle and started yanking her off from the bed. So, you know, she's terrified. I mean, anybody would be at that point, I'm assuming. Someone's grabbing your ankle you can't see. It's literally the worst fear of, like, people who hang their feet off the side of their bed. Where you have that fear of something grabbing it. Even though you know logically nothing. I hang my dick off the side of the bed, but nothing ever grabs it. I'm sorry, I got too deep there. Hold on. (laughs) Let's get back to where we were. (laughs) So, uh... I am 14, and this is deep. (laughs) So, at this point, you know, she's screaming... Jack's freaking out. He's grabbing her. He's fighting. Rightfully so. You know, he's grabbing her and he's like basically fighting an invisible force at this point. He's pulling on her. She's struggling. They can't see anything, so they're you know struggling against something they can't even comprehend what it is right now. And suddenly he loses control of his body, which I believe happened before to him. Right? Um, I don't know if it's happened yet. Okay. 
So his whole body went limp, like he was paralyzed. He wasn't even able to scream. He was just kind of stuck there watching what was happening to his wife. She was pulled from him to the floor and was being pulled across the floor. And then out of nowhere, it all just stopped. Grip on her ankle stopped. She dropped to the floor. Um, Jackson's ability to move, you know, stopped. That all came back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, you know, obviously now they're frantically reaching for each other. And just as he reaches to touch her hand, the loud banging starts on the walls. And they had experienced the banging on multiple occasions before, but it said this night it was so much worse. And to add to the horror, as the banging began, the horrid smell, which had been there previously at one point, yes, had also um, come flooding back in. And they said it was just like the banging, it was so much worse than it had been before to the point where it was getting hard to breathe, like it was thick and hot. And like filling their lungs to right. smell. It was making them sick, nauseous, and dizzy. <clears throat> so they ended up grabbing each other and running from the room. I, I'm fine with, I have a very weak nose. But I hate like, <laughs> try me. You can break it if you want. It won't, it won't make me look less pretty. Just make me prettier. Nothing can make you look less pretty. I don't care if your face is melting off. <laughs> still be an ugly shithead. There's a lot of hostility <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> I don't know why. There's just a lot of open hostility for no reason. Mama Watson's going to have to console you when you get home. Uh, if I get home. He was mean, Mama. He was mean to me. He called me gay. And he called me a homophobe. And then, and, and and then he contradicted said. contradicted and I got confused. <laughs> I need a lolly. My brain hurts. And then he said the only way I can look worse than I am right now is my face started melting off. Uh, yeah, which is what I normally look like. But, <laughs> uh, but the, the hot, like, nasty smell is, like, the worst. The best way I can describe myself is, like... Oh, you can describe yourself now? Yeah. Pretty sure we did this at the beginning of the very first episode. Like... If punk lived in a 40-year-old, decrepit man. Yeah, but I didn't really explain what I look like. I'm kind of thinking the best way to explain it would be, like, if a leper fell into a fire... <laughs> Like, okay. You said... Like, my uh, skin's already falling off. Right. Then I fall in the fire. When you said lepra, I was wondering if you meant, like, the disease, or if you meant the cat, a leper. That would be a leopard. Right. Well, I don't know if you just fucked up the word. So I was... No. I was pitching... You're the one who fucks up the words. I have... covered this in the other cast. (laughs) I do fine with words. I'll have you know. Just like Buxom. All right, I was technically right. All right, no, you weren't. I was both right and wrong. In if that we case. go to a dictionary from the 17th century and we go to like the 15th meaning yes. of the word, I'm still technically if right. If we consider the original meaning of the word, I was right. No, the original meaning was breast. No, the original meaning was not breast. Yes, it was. No, we went we back and this. we found the. You're distracting from the story. People are trying to. <laughs> they are paying to listen to God, us. God, I wish I got paid to deal with you. I At do. least you get paid. <laughs> I have to just do this free. The funny thing... I don't know if I should say oh, this. Now you're going to try to be funny? Well, I don't know if I should say this, though. What? Okay, well, I guess... I kinda, no, no, I kind of opened the door. I we'll, might as well say it. We'll go. We'll pass on if you don't um, want to. Mama Watson gives me 50. Mm-hmm. And Papa Watson gives me 50. And they don't know they each do. <laughs> 
I had one to clip it to your boot and one clip it to your shirt so they wouldn't see each other's. A crisp hundred. Yep. No, Every it's time two I show crisp fifties because they don't know. No, what I the got other that. One's doing yeah. So it wouldn't be a crisp hundred; it'd be two pieces. We we were all over the <laughs> place tonight. Holy you. shit! You get, I told okay. you. So after this attack, Janet had begun to kind of retreat into herself. She was unusually quiet and moody. Don't look at my smelly sprayer, which is understandable. <laughs> but as we talked about before, <laughs> this is how it goes. Remember. Yes. The entity starts taking a hold, creating fear and feeding from it, and now right. the effects are becoming quite apparent. And you're going to hear that a lot because it gets... It is a reoccurring thing yes. that people talk about a lot, and you'll see it happen, you'll see it happen. in this story. That's why, that's again, that's why one of the, this is one of the stories I love because it yep. explains how it actually, and shows how it actually happens. Right. And we'll, we'll discuss it as we go on as well, but basically a lot of these kind of entities feed off of your negative emotions and your mammal sauce if you're willing so the events continued to haunt the family i fucking hate you <laughs> and stress was starting to wear on them and test their faith in family you know i'm gonna stop for a second well, we do a... joke around a lot yeah but the thing is like if you listen to other podcasts like this it's always just dead serious i don't know and sometimes I've, li- like... I've listened to a few where they are well, kind of have not majority like like lore. Yeah, it's dead unexplained, unexplained, dead, dead serious. serious. Which I love, but then at but, some point I'm just like, I need to hear something funny, so I switch yeah. over. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, that's true. Um, you get a great story, and you get to listen to me insult Nate. I mean, what more do you want? Most most podcasts I listen to that do this kind of things are very serious. Um, there is a few like. Um, and that's why we drink, where they'll do... And the other one I listen to because I never listen morbid. to Morbid. Yes. I need to listen Those to girls are hilarious. It's funny that the girls are the ones who do the ones that are funny. Yeah. I guess they, they know what they're up to. They're funny, though, because they, they I love when they just completely <clears throat> insult the serial killer. Oh. They'll be like, this guy's yeah. a fucking piece of shit, and I hate him. There was an episode... So here's his story. There was an episode on... Uh, and that's why we drink, and it was about a talking weasel, and it was the funniest shit ever. Talking weasel? It was a talking weasel that was, like, in the... I never listened to them. I thought they were true crime stuff. They do... Okay, one does true crime, the other one does do paranormal things. Okay. Um, it's fucking great, by the way, this talking. It's one of... Not Houdini. Was it Houdini? It might have been Houdini's, like, better-known cases. Um, it was interesting. I'll, I'll have to do that episode on an episode one but basically there was a talking weasel and he was funny as shit and wild so you're just gonna copy their podcasts <sighs> you know it, it's almost impossible not to do something oh that's, the next one i got has a lot of people done it oh i've never even heard of it before oh really and this one i mean is i don't think i've heard any casts do this i haven't heard anyone i, I mean i've heard people talk about the other one is a known case. I've seen like, I think I stumbled on like something online about it, like an article or mm-hmm. a book. Or I've never heard any of the big casts I listen to cover it, so it's gonna be batshit crazy. It's insane. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I like this kind of half serious, half not, because the like I said before, we do cover a lot of very serious topics and it can be sometimes a bummer to listen to people talk about it and 
just being like, well, this is what happened, and it was very terrible, and that person's now dead, and it's like, well, cool, thanks. And, and if you're still awake, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening to ASMR Podcast. Yep. Um, but I, I like the we're kind both, of dynamic that we have. Is, we're both playing with the dog clickers. No, I'm not. I'm playing with my... Oh. I'm playing with my... I'm just playing with myself. <laughs> just keep reading. Don't look. Just... No, look me in the eye. Look me in the eye. Tell me you hate me and slap me. Spit on me. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, so that movie's you know, little... this is the only problem with the way we do our podcast is because sometimes... It gets raw. No, it... You guys see the movie Blue Velvet. It's just... Okay. It just... I will have to. like having sex with a girl and he jams Blue Velvet in her mouth. Oh! Like, look at me! Look at me! Yes. Look at when she looks. She just smashes. She's like, "Don't you fucking look at me!" Um, it's batshit crazy movie. <laughs> but the things we say is really hard to follow up with. Like, so I watch this annoying. Shit. After the the spit on me comment, it's really hard to go from that to well, and then the demon. But we are. But we are going to. Anyways. So now, aside from the big events that have been happening, we've been you know that we've been talking about TV exploding, little incidents which ipod corrected to title incidents kept occurring all the time as well like they never stopped basically so they never seemed to get any kind of break anymore the onslaught of the small events leading up to the huge events well it's huge traumatizing events so on one night while they had been asleep this is like one of the small events jack had a necklace with the symbol of uh, saint jude on it and it was removed from his neck now the way they said it was it didn't actually have like a clasp it was just a t- it was a chain that had no yeah like a gotcha i see what you're saying like a rosary with a mm-hmm. so it had to be lift like actually lifted up over his head and off and he never woke up or anything so obviously that shows some of the stuff it's doing spoopy so, and it also shows like small and the large type events and um as we mentioned before and as we keep saying, it's these things that keep people stressed out, even the small things nonstop. Yeah. Okay, I... so now the next event shows uh, the spirits actually starting to get violent. Um, Janet was in the kitchen with their family dog, Simon, a German shepherd, and they actually make it a point to explain that this dog, Simon, showed if you hear crunching my cat decided to come and eat <laughs> i thought you were talking about your daughter because i also heard your daughter at the same time like... yeah she's laughing in the background is i so, um we'll beat her later we're professionals professional this is actually all fully worked there's actually no cat we have no friends we sit in a little cell <laughs> <laughs> we have a padded cell together that's how we do podcasts they don't actually have padded cells they used to they don't Ever since I've been going. (laughs) (laughs) It was just solid white hard walls and a bed. I've seen padded cells. I never have. Yeah. You weren't cool enough. And I was banging the shit out of the wall. You're going to break it. Well, give me a padded cell. (laughs) You're going to break it. Good. It was that or kill my roommate. Which one do you want? Um, That's a story for another time. (laughs) For another cat. So many stories. Oh, my God. Well, how about you finish this one? Yeah. This one's not mine. 
Okay, so Simon, they explain him as being like a, you know, German shepherds. I mean, I don't, maybe when this book was written, they had a bad rep. Yes. But they don't really anymore. I mean, pit bulls take all the flack for everything now. That's true. Back when I had a German shepherd, they had a bad, but this was back in early 2000s. Um, but they don't really have well, a bad rap anymore. this was back in the 80s. Yeah, so. I know back then, I mean. We didn't even hear about Pitbulls back then. When did Cujo come out? Because that fucked a lot. That was a St. Bernard. Well, I know, but the whole vicious dog thing. 80-something, I think. Yeah, a lot of people fucking hopped on that train whenever that movie, that movie came was, out. I like, I like the movie, but the premise is so fucking dumb. Yeah. Oh, rabid dogs got you trapped in your car. <gasps> Horror scary movie! <laughs> but it plays I, on a, I think it plays on a, um... It's a primal fear. Primal. I couldn't think of the word primal. Yeah. Primal fear. Yeah. Okay, so, but they were trying to explain how this is one of those dogs that showed German Shepherds went like that. Right. Like the kids could just grab it and hug it and the dog would be all happy and wouldn't care. And... I love Simon and the Poles book, by the way. So, I like when he learns magic later on. <laughs> so, um, yes. so what happened, like I said, it was this starting, it's starting to show it can get violent. So as she was finishing up some housework in the kitchen, Simon was laying on the floor, just doing what dogs do, looking dopey, relaxing, and something violently lifted him into the air and then slammed him against the kitchen door. And he like yelped out in pain, slumped to the floor, and was like shaking and whimpering and terrified. And it took her a while to console him when she ran over to him. So it like really messed up this dog. I'm sure. Could you imagine being picked up and thrown across the floor? Room and slammed into a wall. Especially like when you're an animal like a dog because you don't even comprehend flying. <laughs> you know? Like we understand getting a plane, fly. You know what it feels like. Yeah, I guess that is As true. As an animal that's naturally on all fours, <laughs> it would be interesting to be six foot in the air and being thrown. Yeah, that is fair. <clears throat> but poor dog. I love this dog. Well, after that, Simon became the focus of another attack. Again, they were in the kitchen. Um, Janet was doing dishes. Simon was just walking around this time when he just buckled over in pain, crying and yelping for help. And the way it's described is that he looked and sounded like he was, like the immense pain, like he was being flayed. So that's got to... Why do people keep using the term flayed as if people know what it feels like to be flayed? I don't know. Can you think of a lot of people probably don't even know what flayed is? Probably not. Well, a lot of people use like it's like someone being flayed alive is like, how do you know what that sounds like? Flayed is basically when your skin's being cut off, you cutting off. Yes, um, they actually had the whips that would do it too, like the cat and nine tails with the hooks. Yes, each whip would catch the skin and And rip it. it. Yeah, I know it's fucking wild, but it's just weird. People use always flayed all the time, but it's like, how do you know? Maybe they're talking about Bobby Flay's cooking. I'll fuck you up. Um, <laughs> anyways, I digress. Yes, you do. Okay, so now the, the next... <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired. I just get loopy when I'm tired. I don't need to drink anymore. So uh, this next story is one of the, like, the weird small events, but it's this, this one's one of the ones that like always kind of stuck with me. So, next door at Jack's parents' side of the house, Mary was sitting down. Do you want to ask if I mentioned the duplex again? 
No. <laughs> so Mary was sitting down having a snack after watching. Did some you mention TV. that they live with their parents? Her and John would usually sit around and have a snack. I can't stop laughing at you. I know. I don't know why. It's really not funny. It's not. You're sad. You're a very sad individual. I don't know why we're laughing at your pain's funny shittiness. So, so, so they would sit down and have a snack together. They'd yeah. relax, watch a little TV before bed. Um, this night, John wasn't with them. John was actually in the kitchen fixing uh, an appliance. It said. So Mary was on the couch. She had her snack. She's watching TV. It's the evening now. And she's getting really caught up in the show when she notices something moving in her peripheral vision. So I'm going to stop this here for a little science lesson. Okay. Okay. Now, the human eye has what are called cones. Yes. You know this. Okay. And in your peripheral vision, they... The rod cones in your peripheral vision, mm-hmm. and in your straight on no, the rod cells. Your peripheral vision's cone cells, mm-hmm. and what it is is it. I just fucked it all up. I know what you're trying to peripheral think. vision is rod cells. Central vision is cone cells. Mm-hmm. Central vision is what you use when you're looking at something. You pick up the colors, the details, all the fine details. Everything's like glorious HD. Your peripheral vision. The rod cones are more designed to pick up movement. Yes. And this comes from primitive man. Yep. You need to know shit moving towards you in the corners of your eyes so you can save yourself. Your eyes pick up movement very easily. So whenever you hear ghost stories with like, I saw something moving in the corner of my eye, and then when they go to look, there's nothing there. It's because the corners of your eyes, the cone cells are way more sensitive to any kind of movement. It doesn't mean you're necessarily seeing a ghost. It could right. be like a piece of fabric moving but your eye is going to catch it even dust particles your, co- your don't even get me started on fucking orbs oh i fucking hate those things i just mean dust particles in that's general. what orbs are <laughs> are you talking about the photography orbs yes uh, i up in new york i'm like okay, you said guys. don't get me started on it and then yeah yes. here you go so up in new york um i used to run another website i mentioned it before rev halo oh my and i'm God. like i fucking hate orbs I understand, yes, some are, and you can tell. Yeah. They're big, so you can kind of see they're kind of staticky looking. Fucking move away from them. It's going to fucking hurt you. (laughs) They said about a three-foot orb, if you see one, it could pretty much like knock your ass down with like the static electricity built up in it, which is probably a fucking ball lightning. How does a ball of nothing create static electricity? I'm thinking it's probably a ball lightning they saw. But anyway. How? Okay, you sent so, me that video. I don't think ball lightning is a very common occurrence. It's not. That's why it was, cool. it was caught think, on tape. I don't even think it's. You know it's what? real. You keep talking. I'm going to look this it up. Run, usually it's along beaches. That makes sense. Because I look into a lot of stuff about lightning because I loved lightning growing up. So. Uh, but that one wasn't. That was a portal that opened from hell. You had to avoid that fucking thing. <laughs> so, uh, so. I talked about how much I hated the goddamn. Uh, the orbs orbs ghost orbs oh i fucking lost that word jesus fucking christ <laughs> so are you sure i grabbed my good? camera yeah you know i used to do a lot of photography so i had a pretty good camera at the time mm-hmm. it was like a canon rebel something so i opened my window right i get down to floor level rub up the carpet and i take a picture and just like thousands of fucking glowing orbs. <laughs> like, there's your fucking. Oh my god, this house is so goddamn haunted. Look at all the orbs. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if your house was actually haunted. 
Yes, but you also think you're walking through an abandoned building. You're going to kick up dust. Yeah. I don't care how slow you move. Dust does also refract light every... Yes. It depends on what kind of dust. Especially at night when you're using flash. Yes. I was just using the sun for my example to show. But Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot brighter with the flash than sun. Right. So, back to the story. And I wanted to explain the eye thing. So it made sense. To no, I get it. Yes. You, you also can't see colors on the side of your eyes. It's just mainly movement and light. You can pick up colors. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, I can see the color of my curtains right now right from here. No, because you know what they are. Your brain automatically fills them in. You actually don't see colors past a certain point. Do you want to have an argument with no, what Chris did? No, I'm just... Made him so fucking pissed off they thought he was getting a gun out of his car? No, it's fine. Hold up a color on your phone. Put it right here. Come on. No, Come let on. me let me no, tell. Prove it. You keep talking, and I'll pull up the article. To I show don't care you. about the article. You do it right now. We'll prove this right now. <laughs> Experiment right now. Put a color on your phone. Put a color on your phone. Start back here, so I can't see. I'll look away. Get a color. Yeah, You're hold on, this. hold on. I'm getting a fucking color. Don't get something weird that I wouldn't no, know the name of the color. It's absolutely anyway. gonna be something weird. All right, get like a base color, so I can. All like right, let, let me know when you can see the side of it. Can you see it? No, I can't even see you. Can you see it? Not yet. It's like reddish. Is it? <laughs> yeah. See? It's vermilion. Uh, you keep talking. I'm going to bring up the whole thing. About I don't you. care about you. I just fucking proved it. <sighs> no. Keep going. There are people that don't fit into the little pegs you're trying to find over there. <laughs> what? I said, are you trying to find an article that says you can't see color from your peripheral vision? You don't see color. I just did. I'll never, just fucking talk. <laughs> You're like Chris. You got so mad when I couldn't see the. I could see the coin and I wasn't supposed to. No, I to don't see. care that you can see color on the <laughs> side. I'm just trying to keep, keep, keep talking. I will fucking find it and I'll tell you what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying to find like, something to prove me wrong that I did not see that color. No. Okay, so. So, like I said, she uh, she caught something out of the corner of her eye, right? Yes. You you know this story, right? What Mary saw in there? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a great story. I, I was like, yes, I read the book, Chris. Well, I don't know if you remember this story. No, I remember most of this. I mean, there's a few parts I don't remember, and it's great when I come back up. I'm like, haha, that was okay, weird. Okay, so, so she caught movement out of the corner of her eye, and when she looked, she noticed, well, when she uh, turned her head and looked to see what had a, what like had caught her attention, mm-hmm. she saw a shadow puppy. Shadow puppy. But the shadow puppy... Had no head and no tail. So it was kind of like a little thing with four limbs and nothing else. I wouldn't even call it a puppy because the defining things of a puppy are like its head and its tail. But it was a shadow thingy on four limbs. Maybe it's a shadow baby. And nothing else anyway. <laughs> so it ran across the room. It so it's, under a, the it's, couch. A, it's a headless, tailless dog. Yeah, but why would it be a dog if there's no head or tail? It's just a stump with four legs. Uh, it's kind of hard to define it without the, the the attributing features. I think if you took a cat and you took a dog and you removed the head and you removed the tail of both of them, you can easily tell which one's a cat and which one's Except a dog. Except this is all shadow, too, so there's no real solidity to okay, it. So this okay, so we'll back. stay. She said it's a dog, so we'll say it's a dog. Arkham's Razor, all right? Occam's. Occam's Razor. Arkham. Arkham's Asylum. <laughs> Occam's Razor, the simplest... Question answer is usually the correct one. So yes. she probably just went to the simplest one and said dog. Well, I mean, you're instead gonna of anyway. fucking gazelle. That's the human brain matrixes. Yeah, shit like that. So anyway, so the puppy runs across the room, scurries under the couch. 
So she runs. She gets John, her husband. John gets Jack. They, you know, his son lives next door. They come over. Hey, did you talk about like, <laughs> they both live in the duplex? They're looking for the shadow dog, and they just can't find it anywhere. And then Jack, I thought this was kind of weird, got out a tape measure, and he measured the distance from the couch to the floor. And it was a half an inch. So nothing could have run under it anyway. Unless it was like a mouse, you know? Yeah. Or a ferret. That talks. Yes, a talking ferret. <laughs> so basically not a natural thing could have done this. Okay, so... What is that now? My refrigerator or something? Oh, no. Something exploding outside. <laughs> My house makes noises. Okay, so now, before, we haven't really gotten to the children yet. But they weren't immune to the supernatural issues going around, you know, going on around them. In one case, they mentioned hearing some fluttering sounds that, if you remember from the story previously, the neighbors had heard when they weren't home. Mm-hmm. So... And this, um, it was very loud. It was coming from within the rooms they were in, which kind of makes it creepier because now you definitely know it's not something doing it. And um, if you can, and this is easy to imagine, the parents got infuriated now because it's kind of going after their kids. I mean, I'd be fucking pissed if something was like that going after my kid and I can't, like, solve it with my fist, you know? Yeah, I mean. You can't stop it. That's that's like the biggest thing about ghosts is you can't really do nothing about it. They're banging on the walls. What the fuck are you going to do? Jack tries. Trust me. I know he does. So, um... <laughs> okay, so... Could you imagine punching a ghost, though? How fucking surprised would that ghost be? You know, it'd be funny because, like, you know in the movies, like, they put their head down and catch your fist on your head? Yep. Or they just duck to the side and you punch the wall and break your knuckles? Mm-hmm. If ghost would just sit there, you'd punch to his head and break your knuckles on the wall behind him. <laughs> yeah, but how fucking surprised if you punch one real good one and it just it just connects and the <laughs> ghost just goes, the yeah. fuck? You're like, I'm going to make this sucker stick and you spread some, like, holy water on it and just like, wow, <laughs> Bam! I These be- brass knuckles came from the nails of the crucifix. <laughs> it was made from the blood of Jesus, boiled down into the iron. Into the iron of this brass knuckle. <laughs> this brass knuckle, iron <laughs> knuckles. Okay, so like with the parents, you know, it started out small and it got big. Obviously, the kids had seen small stuff, so now it's going to kind of get big, like a big event to the kids. Yeah. So one night. When Shannon was eight, her parents had tucked her into bed. She had bunk beds with her sister, Karen, the twins. Yep. So, now she's asleep on the top. Um, she goes to sleep on the top bunk. Within a half an hour of falling asleep, you know, the parents tuck them in, they go to bed. But within a half an hour, they're awakened by a loud thud on the landing of the steps, like the second landing down. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of houses don't do that with stairs anymore that I've noticed. Multiple landings? Like you go up a flight then up a flight but it's only a single a two story house. You know, bottom floor, top floor. The um, stairs still. Yeah. I um, lived in a duplex and my stairs were like that. They went down then there was a little landing and then like four more steps. Yeah. I, most of the people I know that have two story houses do have landings. Two stories isn't just a floor and a second floor? Mm-hmm. Not I'm, a basement, yeah. Usually I just see the one flight nowadays. It's easier to do one flight but if you have the landing and then another flight of stairs, it actually saves space. 
because instead of making one straight line, you can make a smaller curved line. But the problem is usually it's got to go to a corner then out. Not necessarily. The one I know, um, they have it in the middle of their house. It goes up. Actually, no. My and it curves up. The duplex I lived in didn't. It was just straight flight, steep ass stairs right to the front door. Okay, so they heard the loud thud coming from the landing, and um, then like moments later, they hear uh, heard Shannon screaming. So they go running out. They find her on the landing, screaming, terrified, huddled in the corner. Obviously, you know she's crying. They rushed to her, calmed her down. They asked her what had happened, and she had no idea. Last thing she knew, she was in bed. Then she was flying down the steps. So now we we know that uh, the entity can grab and levitate and throw and paralyze. Mm-hmm. So my best guess is that it just picked her up out of bed and just fucking, fucking yeeted her. <laughs> I hate that word. But yes, yeeted her down the stairs. Open up that door and just like fucking see ya. The parents also did say that that's the only thing they can think of because they would have heard her walking or running down the stairs. And my father, my brother, slept walk. I've never slept walk. And like it was our bedroom, straight hallway. To the right was my parents' room. To the left was the bathroom. At the end of the hallway, to the right was the stairs. It went straight to the front door, straight to the main road, then to the river. My father would wake up when he heard my brother. My brother would sleepwalk and run. <laughs> Within three steps, my father would jump out of bed and run out and grab him from a sound sleep. <laughs> brother never made it to the door. And that's how short of a run it was. That's good. But he was also like third degree black belt, so. Yeah. I had a friend who would sleep fight. I did. I, I kicked my ex. I that, punched my ex. Like, no. He would get up, stand <laughs> oh. up, and like start just boxing like at the air i should probably explain that i never like hauled out and decked my ex but i would like swing my arm in my sleep yeah and, yeah or jerks and or i kick my leg yeah, yeah. i also get that my my clonic jerk uh yeah. just as you're falling asleep your leg fucking Mine does kicks that. as hard as possible yeah i've done that a few oh, times it was embarrassing after prom or one of the school dances or just a random party i don't even remember we went to my friend's house i was fucking drunk and tired so we're watching a movie. I lay back. I have my head on my ex. My ex is uh, in her lap. We're watching a movie. I start dozing off, and then I almost kick my foot through the glass doors on the bottom of her entertainment center. <laughs> and he was like, "What happened?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> like I just my leg twitched because I didn't know what it was at the time. I didn't know it even had a nerd name. I, I thought it was just weird. I hate it because sometimes I get it when I'm like really tired. And, like, I'm about to fall asleep, and my body goes, no, fuck you. And I just, like, jerk real fast, like I'm about yeah. to punch something. It's like, well, that sucks. Yeah, and then you're awake. And then you're awake. Now Thinking. I'm just so used to it. My whole body just kind of does it, and I go to sleep. It doesn't. So anyway, they, you know, they heard nothing. She was running down the hall. They caught Or they, if they would have heard her, I should say. I was saying my dad's story. Do you have this colored? Yes, I knew it was your part. Oh. I kept seeing the color. I was like, what is that? It's like House of Leaves. Is that blue or I black? I know. That's... It was creeping me out. And, well, that concludes my first part for today. It's your turn. Woo, it's my turn. Um, I'm going to get my pillow. Hold up. What? Oh, fuck you. That's, a, that's just rude, man. Oh, come on. I did all the research this time. It'll be good to go. Not this half. 
I did a lot of research. Come back in 10 minutes, guys. Why are you so <laughs> okay um where i started oh yeah i should say that i'm covering a lot of the paranormal parts and he's kind of covering well i shouldn't say he that's kind of rude I... nate is kind of covering like the war and the investigations and some of the hauntings too are in your part a lot of the haunting a lot of the bigger okay actually You've been covering a lot of the incidences that happened. That lead up to it. Yes. Then I... I'm covering the things they did to get rid of them. Yeah. And the things and the actions they took to... But there are... Understand. There are incidents in yours, too. Yes. Quite a few. Um, This will take a little bit. Then we're going to go back to me for one more part, because it's a fucking batshit crazy story. Yeah. Um, I've labeled... Like I said earlier, I labeled all the fucking... I thought you weren't reading the labels. I'm not going to, but I keep <laughs> seeing them, and I go, oh. You retitled all the titles in the research to weird stuff. Yeah, because, like, the, in the in the book, there are different chapters in each chapter's name. The one chapter is, like, called Two Priests. Yeah, but you called it Two Two-Sided pre- fucking, Tro- like, Hammer Stroke or something like that. It's, like, some weird-ass, like, <laughs> strap-on. <laughs> How dare weird. you? I called it Two Priests and One Bad Joke. Because, like, it's a weird name. Two priests. So many things you could have come up with, like... I know. Two priests and one cup? Come on. That's why that's... And one bad joke is because it can be any of those... Because it was a bad joke. Exactly. You could have done a good joke there. No! All the jokes you can come up with from two priests is bad jokes. I would have... Yeah, but you should have used one, like, two priests, one cup. I think two priests and one bad joke hits it perfectly because it can be any of them. Remember last time we said things not to Google? That wasn't I forgot in this one. one. I was it in one. this one? Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was no, it wasn't in this we'll one. It was in cast. the other one. Well, we took it. Okay. Don't want to traumatize the Anyways, listeners over here. As I pick up where he left off, um, you picked that shit up. Throughout this whole <laughs> um, first half of the story. It doesn't really talk about the neighbors, but throughout this whole thing, it, I know you did briefly touch upon it. When the neighbors heard the... When the neighbors heard the, the wings flapping. Yeah. Um, Was the other camping part in yours? No. Okay, that's that's definitely yours. I know you love that part. Yeah. Um, but the neighbors, you don't really, they don't really talk about the neighbors, but throughout this whole thing, the neighbors, like, pretty much all of them knew what was going on to an extent they knew that the smurls were well i know a lot of stress and i know at some point the smurls do start telling because you can't hide it when the neighbors see it happening at your house when you're not right right um the neighbors are very supportive actually most of them are very supportive throughout this even though they don't quite understand what's going on they know the smurls are under a lot of stress and that's good though i mean i Neighbors are kind of dicks nowadays. No, yeah. Um, they actually. I mean, I do have one neighbor that helps me with the wheelbarrow. They uh, actually, there was a few that I read that. I have the elephantitis of the testicles, and I need help mm-hmm. getting to the mailbox. Yeah. He pushes the barrel for me. That's very kind of him. It is. Except he kind of, he smells it. I guess it's the least I can pay him. I mean, at the at the very at least, least, you can at least let him smell you it. You can sniff. Don't um, touch. However, there were a few people who weren't really like happy about them being there and being as rowdy as they were you were bringing down the property boundaries yeah kind of karen get inside people <laughs> people uh were suggesting that they should move 
to like. Were the... they? I don't remember that part. Yeah, I was no. reading. Uh, it's actually in like the first half of what I was supposed to research into. Um, it was interesting, but most of them were supportive. They helped them as much as they could. Well, but there wasn't too terribly much. You know, it's kind of shitty that people weren't because when you talk about their family, it talks about how much they did with the community, with the church. Yes, and it's kind of shitty that was, somebody would turn against Janet them. Janet was huge in the church community, and it's shitty that even a neighbor would turn against them when they need someone. Yeah, I, I and I know for the fact that the church kind of turns a blind eye to them. Oh yeah, oh like, yeah. Like you'll find out as we go through is. Like we said in the last episode, the Smurls were huge, devout Catholics. But whenever this stuff started happening, a lot of the church officials would basically go, okay, whatever you say, and then not even respond to them. And then there was that weird guy snooping around, and when they cornered him, and they pulled his mask off, and like, Father Johnson! Jesus Christ. Um, so, <laughs> Janet basically decided that she was going to start taking matters into her own hands and gets a whip and stick yes no she decides to start researching into what was going on so she went to the library as any sensible person would do um she began to visit the library in order to find out what information she could uh surprisingly not a whole lot of information there it was I mean, she said herself, there wasn't much. There was either things that took themselves too seriously and were too serious, or basically kind of fictional, like, uh, romanticized versions of what was happening to her family. But she did find a few things of basically, like, For example, kind of like real stories of vampires and Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I need to know the truth, and all I know is about this fucking sparkly bastard. Yeah, I, I guess that would be a good way of putting it. Um, she did find a few other like articles about people who've been through the same thing that they were going through, where they had a haunted house and they were being haunted by spirits and things were happening. So whenever she found that out, she kind of the whole family kind of had like reassurance that they're not alone in the situation. I. Never put two and two together. What's up? What year is your starting at? Does it say in yours? It's hard to find the years. It's like the years pop in every few chapters. I did wrote a year down somewhere. I don't remember if it was around this time. But I know we're up until like 87 in one of them, right? Um, I know I did a year. Because that's like the year I was moving into my haunted house. It was house. January 86, I believe. Yeah, because I thought about in 85, but that's the... I was just thinking, that's kind of like close to the years I was starting to move into my haunted house. That is interesting. I can't find a date. Yeah, it's all good. This, it, when you're looking at this book, the dates are scattered. I'll tell you, like we were talking earlier, times are dead on, but they don't know what year or day. Yeah, it's real funny. Month. Um, this this book, and it's fine. So this took place at 6 p.m. Whenever. Yeah. At exactly 3 a.m., but they wouldn't say what days. And dates are really weird and throughout the They do go in order. It's just they don't tell you them often enough to know when the incidents are happening. Yeah. Um, But Janet found some other people who went through the same thing. And it kind of made the 
whole family kind of see that they're not alone and that people have gone through this before and if they've gone That's through it, they can go through it. When she went to the library, right? This is her researching stuff at the library, yes. Do you think she saw like a whole table full of kids wearing black with eyeliner and black lipstick? Like, Absolutely. We know how you feel. <laughs> Life is a black abyss. Life is meaningless. I, I wish I could be haunted. dead people. Shut up, that movie's not out yet. <laughs> it doesn't exist yet. Um, it was actually funny because Jack, after hearing that other people have gone through this, he's like, we should start a club. We should start a club with all these people who have gone through these things. Which would be funny, but also terrible. Could you imagine if... It would be terrible, though. Because what if the spirits compound on each other? They're usually trapped to buildings. Not Except all. this story yeah. is one of the few different ones. But what if... But in general... But what if that guy... Again, that's why I love this story. Um, what if that guy compounded all the other ones? That would suck. Yeah, like theirs went to the other houses mm-hmm. when they were... T- yep. I see what you're saying. I thought you went all of them came to one no, house. No, 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 no. I'm saying... Yeah, there, yeah. Theirs go to other people. We won't tell it. you what that part is. That comes up soon. <laughs> um... Uh, and during her research, shut your whole mouth. <laughs> fucking spray thing. I'm gonna tear that thing out. Um, one of I don't even smell it anymore. I have no idea what it's supposed to smell like, honestly. Like Hawaiian breeze or something. Fuck if I know. Um, I don't. One, I ran out, so I just stuck a dead mouse to the front of it. <laughs> Why is it sprays the sprays smell the out. blood out? No, it just sprays the smell. All right. Every now and then a maggot flies out. One night, Janet woke up. This is during her like few weeks reign of, of terror. What? <laughs> what? Said her reign of terror. Yes, during her reign of terror, when she was going to the library, one of her like actual like really productive nights of research, she went home, went to bed, and she woke up and she found a strange mist filling half her room in her house and her bedroom. Uh, she attempted to wake up Jack, but couldn't. Um, eventually, they kind of found out that. Jack was a deep sleeper. Yeah. He was dead. <laughs> he was dead. Uh, who would have known? Oh, shocker. Get that uh, kid from the library. He sees dead people. Um, did they say where she went to the library? Was it like a neighboring town? No, it just said a local library. Because I know their town was relatively small. Yes. And I mean, I've been to big I've libraries to big searching ends. for shit like this, and it's still hard to find today. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I found... not as much. Now you can find a lot of ghost books, but when I was looking, it was like we were yeah. looking for like vampire, paranormal. It was fucking hard. It even to this day. I mean, I tried looking for the Book of Law. It's hard, but that's mainly because people associate it with Satanism. Go to the church and look for the satanic, or go, yeah, go to the church. Go to, go to the, the library church. and look for the satanic Bible too. You're not going to find it. Or the anarchist cookbook. Yeah, well, looking for they shit that gets I'm pretty sure they can't give out the anarchist. Cookbook. I had it. Okay. Did I ever tell you how I got it? Yes, you downloaded it on somebody else's computer. No. No? No, I own the physical copy. I don't want to know. My brother was dating a girl and I had her buy it for me, so it was under her name. Oh, that's right. I knew it was something along those lines. Um, yeah. So there was a mist in her room. It's honestly um, nothing great. Strange mist. She tried to wake up Jake. Jack. Jake. 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 Jack's home. coming home. Get up. <laughs> uh, he couldn't wake up uh they eventually find out that he was um psychically like forced into sleeping i'm gonna become a hipster and 
it kind of happens quite you, frequently. Let me finish my joke here. Because, like, I, if, as you heard earlier, like, there's been times where Jack couldn't move. He's been paralyzed, and this kind of reoccurs quite often. It's funny. No, fuck you. Hold on. Fuck your fucking <laughs> joke. Not even my joke. It's funny when we're doing our stories because... Mine is off the wall joking, and when you're trying to joke, you get dead serious and block me out. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna become a hipster, change my name to Jack, or pronounce it Jake. Get pissed when anybody says it wrong. It's Jake. It's spelled J A C K. Yeah, J K. <laughs> It is. It's, it's not so that fucking funny. dumb. It's not. No, the funnier part's how what I said first. <laughs> we just joke nonstop, and I keep trying to joke, and you keep cutting me off. The mist seemed to stretch like webbing from their bed all the way out past their window. You're hurting me, you know. Um, she says that in the moonlight, right here. the webbing looked very white and uh, right ghostly. It's hurting right here. Which, which is webbing. Breaking. Um, it happens a few nights again, a few nights later, where there's another mist in the room. This time she was able to actually wake up Jack. Um, the mist coalesces into a shape, which is a human-looking shape, and the fucking thing just sprints as fast as it can into the closet and just disappears. Oh. <laughs> don't look at me like that. No, no, I just had a, had a funny thought. The whole thing where I kept saying it's hurting right here and you kept cutting over me. I was going to say, I can't take it anymore. And I was going to put a gunshot sound in there. <laughs> While you, you still keep going. <laughs> just splicing a gunshot sound, a lump thump on the floor. <laughs> and you just keep reading your podcast. Absolutely. Keep uh, going. Throw out all the distractions. What was it now that ran across? I was laughing too. Uh, myself <laughs> over here. The mist came back. The very uh, next day. A few nights later. The mist came I got it. Yeah, thank you. The next day. The mist came back. We thought, thought she was, a, was go- a goner, but okay, go. Um, the mist came back. Uh, Can't go more than 20 seconds, remember? 20 seconds. Yeah. Copywritten song. That's true. They're also not but they're Canadians. They might not be so strict. Yeah, but also you didn't sing it. You were parroting it. So I, I think it would be fine. Uh, it coalesced into... And I can finish it. Hold it on. It coalesced into a human being shape. Okay. Or some kind so of... So the mist that was there earlier when she was ironing. Yes. That one day and went through the wall to yeah. Mary's house. The mist that was a web, but this time it's now a person. Well, the first time it was just a person, just shadowy. No, but this one's specifically mist, not shadow. Is this one like... It's like a silvery Victorian color. too with a cape? Yeah, absolutely. Was it really? No, it oh. just says it, it turned into a human-looking shape, which is funny because if it's a human-looking shape, it's a human shape. Because it, it it's funny, Altrin. Uh But then it ran. It, it quickly ran into the closet and disappeared. Dove under the couch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the one-inch couch. And Jack measured the gap between the closet doors and it was half an inch. Yeah. During one of the worst peaks of the whole siege. Um, you know what would have been funny? What's you that? know the first ghost the spirit she saw the shadow figure? Mm-hmm. And it had like the cape. Yep. It had like a top hat and it goes by and it nods its head and it's like, 
Good day, Poppet. He keeps walking. It's a polite ghost. You can stay. You want some crumpets? I guess. Fuck you. It's America. I got some little, you know, sandwiches with cucumbers in them. I can let some little debbies get stale for you. <laughs> is that what you think a crumpet is? Just stale? Like... No, it's like a hard biscuit type thing. Okay. Right. That's what they are. Okay. They're like biscuits you have with your tea, aren't they? Scones are really good. Well, scones are here too. I know what scones are. I, I know. It's like the top of the muffin. You know, crumpets do exist here as well, right? Most things exist in America. Exactly. Like long pig. During the worst peak of the I siege. I'd love to buy some long pig. Fuck you. A friend of the family was invited over for dinner. Uh, and they explained to the friend of the family what was going on. Surprisingly, he actually believed them all. What friend was it? Um, you fucked up he, your research again. No, no, it is Father Raymond L. Karsik. Wait, so they did have a friend who was a priest? Yes, they did have a friend that was oh, a priest. Oh, wait, this is the one that goes in their behalf to try and get help, isn't it? Later, I think so, yes. And then yes. they still deny it? Yes. Um, but Father Raymond believes them, and so he decided that he was going to bless the house. So, he went around each room with holy water, and and as one does as a priest, to each individual room, um, going throughout each room, and they say that, or he says that, when he started, he started feeling a pressure of something trying to get him to leave, a pressure of malevolence trying to force him out of the house. And as he went through doing each individual room, the further he got, the more the pressure became. And it was on the last few rooms, um, the war, uh, the swirls. Yeah? What you do you go, do? I'm listening. Okay. I'm taking a note for something later. <clears throat> okay. The swirls got worried because he looked very shaken and not too good. They thought he was actually going to pass out, but he actually did finish. And after he finished, the house was actually good. Like, there was no incidences. And they believed they were finally done with it all. For a short time, it was true, though. Only three days later did... Fuck you. (laughs) Only three days later did everything start back up again. And they called another priest. I don't know. It doesn't say how. Wait, wait, wait. So the friend was about to pass out, and then he just told him, fuck you? No. Shut the fuck up. Chris is over here drawing penises on the, on no, the fucking... I actually did take notes. Okay, but you drew a penis on your paper and then showed it to me mid-sentence. That was a photograph. <laughs> well, you, is that not how it's supposed to look? <laughs> why, is it look why is it bent that way? Because the ladies like it. <laughs> I wrapped it around a stick because it was growing. Uh, they called another priest to bless their house again. Um, and they only did this because about a week after it started back up, Janet was sick. And she was bedridden. During one of the days of her just laying in bed trying to get better, something actually levitated her with the bed. Uh, it was... Levitated it so high up, Janet had to jump out of her bed to get out of bed. And while doing so, she bruised her knee. And basically, Jack got 
really mad that she did that. <laughs> it was like, what? Like that she jumped out of bed. Yes, he got mad because it had to come to that. What but would you at the same, what would I have done if there was a I was floating? In I the think bed? I would stay on the bed. I would have stayed on the bed. Was it worse? Like back then it too, drops most me. beds have frames and bed posts, so mm-hmm. even if you're pushed into the ceiling, you're fine. Yeah, you're Most not going to die. Dump you out. That's fine by me. They can't throw you through a window. The bed won't fit. Can't bring you out the door. Also, I wouldn't be scared if, some, if my bed started floating. Okay, so we've covered this before. Mm-hmm. People always say, oh, it must be great living in a haunted house. When it really happens, it's no fucking fun. No, I wouldn't <laughs> want like, especially after reading this book, I because there's times where there's just banging on the walls constantly. But I mean, if you're in a bed and it starts levitating, the first thing you think is going to be like, this is cool. You're going to be kind of shit in your pants at first. Yeah. It's just a natural occurrence. It's like primal fear. Is yep. It? The unknown Something the I most. can't see is fucking with me. Yeah. Um, That's one of the things I still don't. I still don't go in the woods at night. I fucking love woods at night. I, I love woods. I don't mind being outside. I'll go running through a cemetery. I will not go in the fucking woods at night. Really? Because I've seen too much weird shit in the fucking woods. I've seen some weird shit in the woods during the day. I'm still fine by woods. I, I'm i a bit odd, though. Yeah, but I saw, like, that 12-foot thing walking through the woods breaking trees. <laughs> I know there's shit in the woods. Right, you And are. I don't like the fact of hearing shit that I can't see. And even if you look, it could just be behind a fucking tree. Yeah. At least that in the cemetery, true. if I hear something, I can run to that fucking gravestone and see what the fuck it is. I used to run through the cemeteries hurdling the gravestones when we'd be ghost hunt. Uh, <laughs> it was like, why doesn't that bother you? I'm like, no, because like certain cemeteries, you get a feeling, and I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But that feeling I get in a lot of woods, like naturally. Man, you. But that's the criminal fear. That's not the weird sense of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with woods, and I don't, like I, I don't really, am, I'm not really bothered by a lot of unknown things. We'll go to New York sometime. I'm, I send you to Spooky House. I would totally love that. Honestly, nobody, nobody would go to Spooky House. I would love it. it would we be did a lot of. Fun. We did do it one night, but nobody has ever gone by themselves all the way to Spooky House. We should do that. There's a tree in the front yard of Spooky House. Next year, we should go to Spooky House and like. There's a tree in the front of Spooky House. It's like oak tree, oak, oak, oak split in the middle, weeping willow. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Really? Then we saw footsteps coming huh. out of the house. So growing up, this house was always, this is one of the ones I don't think I did cover in my original story. No, I don't believe so you did. We li- grew up in this town. There was like no other kids. Nobody ever lived there. There's a car in the driveway, tree across the driveway blocking the car. Hood off the car, windshield smashed, a branch growing up through the engine. It's actually one of my photographs. Ha! Huh, that's cool. And <clears throat> sometimes a car wouldn't be in the driveway anymore. Yeah. And they got a newspaper every week. That is weird. And the newspaper was gone. And we went by once in the winter when I was older, and there was footsteps coming out of the house, stopping in the middle of the yard. They never went back in. They just stopped? In the middle of the yard. That's Fuck. awesome. And the ad, the, that that's might what fuck people say. Up. That's the thing. People say it's awesome. And then when you get there, you're like, I don't know if... Now, to add to it, you know when you leave here, 
Mm-hmm. You take the right by the cemetery. Yep. That little church with the creepy fucking yellow light. Yep. It has one of those in its front yard. Why? I don't know. It just adds to it. It makes it so much fucking worse. <laughs> no, I think it would be awesome, but I also do think it would fuck me up yeah. as soon as I show up there. I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, fuck this. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a thing where you have to do it to show you're cool because it, no. it's fucked up and nobody wants to do it. No, I want to go there. We did go up I'm to not, it one night. I'm not sure I would want to go inside or close to it. You can't. It. It's boarded up fucking watch me but still people walk out of that house in the snow <laughs> fuck the porch also i gotta see the this porch roof house. also collapsed onto the porch so you couldn't open the door anyway i gotta see this house we did sneak up to it one night to the side window and there was a hole like, could you small okay. hole in the plywood okay, 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 okay. and we put a micro recorder in there and we never got anything i was about to say could you imagine going up there and like listening in and you actually heard some shit that would be uh, wild we put a tape recorder that's the first time on the front porch. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I don't want to knock on the table because the recorder's here. But we heard, like... I should probably go louder. So now you would think something's blowing. It's steady. And hitting. But the recorder is on one end of the porch, so you actually heard... Oh, it's moving. Like footsteps almost. Like a cane. Oh, fuck. It was like every third step. And then it would get quieter like it was walking away from the recorder. Like someone was pacing on the porch with a cane. Huh. Because the first thing we thought was that those types of houses back then had porch swings. Yep. We thought maybe a chain was still up there banging or maybe there's a porch swing on the side banging. And then we heard it was getting louder towards the recorder. And, and then and walking quieter. away from the recorder. And it was like a 12, 15-foot porch, 20-foot porch. Now you're getting my hopes up, dog. <laughs> I want to go. I should get back on the story because now yeah. that sounds really cool but really spooky. Um, So she jumped off the bed, bruised, bruised her knee. Um, right. They were sick and tired, so they called another priest in. Um, this priest is Monsig... Signor, Monsignor. Fran- nope, Monsignor. Yeah, it's pronounced Monsignor. Monsignor Francis Kane. Remember the beginning of the book where they're like, hey, no, oh, no wait, these- sorry. Mon- Monsignor. Senior, not Senior. That's how it's pronounced. Monsignor. Monsignor Franz- yep. Franz- It's a title. Says Kane. Is it? Yeah. It's a title for uh, religion. I had no idea. It's like the head father of like the. As you can tell, I'm not big into religions. I learned it from shows and movies. Oh, interesting. Um, they always call like the head head father Monsignor. I didn't know that. That's interesting. That's actually good to know. I believe. If I'm wrong, correct me, people. Yeah. Um, but remember at the beginning of the book where it was like, some of the names of these people have been changed. This is absolutely a fake name. Oh, you think it was his one, or do you think it was one? Francis Kane is definitely not his name. It is a Christian name, but I don't think it's his name. Francis the First Murderer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he did much of the same thing as the last priest. He went around it, each and every room with the holy water and prayer and blessed every single room. And everything went back to being peaceful again. But again, only for a short period of time. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, it, during which in this times Janet 
begun to spread out even more to look for more information, and she found a few sympathetic people to talk to about this thing, one of which was a researcher the of funny a university. Thing is doesn't name him, though. Well, the funny thing about this is people don't realize how much just talking, talking to someone about it, who yeah. will listen helps. And, and that even... comes into everything. Like, if you have a friend with, like, say, severe depression. Well, yeah, so I was about to say. I know I've gone through it. Not just with supernatural things. Nope. Just in general. But I've, talking you know, is very important. Having gone through severe, severe depression, um, say you have a friend that's going through it, mm-hmm. and you want to help them, but you don't know what to say, don't. Just sit with them. Yeah. I mean. The fact is. Even when I was going through it, if someone would sit with me, I would realize, thinking nobody hates me, I shouldn't even be here. This person sitting with me, they actually do care. Yep. And it would like change things. So the fact that anybody would listen helps you out. It gives you it, more strength. Another people get too worried about what they should talk about. Honestly, talk about anything. Yeah. Or don't even talk. You don't even have to talk. But even if it's just like what you guys what you did that day we just enjoy each other's company in any way that helps out a now lot. in her sake i would say yes talking yes and, i mean it, but if it, like in a case like depression don't grab the person and hug them no because sometimes the depression is caused by sexual yes. assault and you're just going to make it so much worse if they initiate it go nuts yep but, if they say they're fine with it yeah, try. like if they try, they they say they need a hug. They they try and hug you, hug them back, but don't don't try to force yourself unless you're really somebody. really good friends with the person. Even you know, then, it's still kind no, of no. But you might know at that point. Okay, if you know for a yeah. fact that's not what it is, and the hug would help. Well, yeah. like if you've hugged them before, mm-hmm. you know you know it's going to help. But honestly, just talking. Just don't do it from the get go. Just talking to people that are depressed helps. And if you can't talk, just sit. Yeah, just as long listen. As they know you're there. That's or a, that's just what be helps. Present in their life. Yeah. Sometimes that's all it needs. Um, one of the friends that Janet made... And this public service announcement has been brought to you by my fucked up life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but one of the friends she made was a uh, researcher for a university, and he specialized in investigating paranormal and demons and all that fun stuff. Um, and he suggested to the family that they should keep a diary. And it... I actually it, helped them it out. It is good. It's a good idea. It helped them out a whole lot. Because Especially it, with like the little things you might not remember down the road. Yep. Uh, it helped them keep track of little things, um, knowing that, and they kind of figured out that the ghost was just, or the spirit was just trying to piss them all off and make them fight each other. So that's the other thing too, is you can put it in the context when you look back at yep. it. Yep. And they not when you're in the heat of the moment. And it helped them out because it was, it was very therapeutic for the family. It was a way to keep calm and like understand everything. So. Um, and during this time, uh, Janet talked to Jack about going to local their local TV station and kind of going out. I remember that because they were going to almost call out the church. Not at this point. Really? I at this they point, were they gonna... weren't getting... At this point, all their religious people were helping them. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Wasn't, there's a point later, though, they do. I think shortly. Um, they pretty much don't give a shit. Um, but they decided against not going to any local media of any sort because they didn't want any not negative publicity but if you come out saying hey my house is haunted and we need help people are generally going to think you're crazy and the other thing too is they might not think you're crazy but they realize that 
they go to the house, other people are going to question them now and look at them funny. And yeah. They get brought into the whole thing. Um, oh, shit. I found, I found one of the dates, by the way. Stuck in a time loop again. Are we stuck in a time loop again? Yeah. Damn. Every time. But it's looping every second, so. <laughs> Three o'clock. Um, I found a date. It's January. Oh, congratulations. Is it a girl or a boy? Um, yes. Hermaphrodite? Damn. <laughs> Couldn't pull anything but both at the same time. I figure I don't really know what I am, so January let me get both. of 1986 is like the time. cake and pie at once. Right now. When was it? January of 1986. Okay. You were blocking my joke. I was still going. I know. So I wanted to make sure it got said. So Do you want to say it again? I'll be quiet for this sure. one. No, it's good. No, I wanted to make yeah. sure listeners heard a date. That's the important part. Oh, I thought you wanted to make sure people I was wanted to hear your stupid joke about hermaphrodites. What? Anyways. Uh... Janet was talking to one of her friends about the incidents that was going on, and her friend uh, brought up a professor uh, from a college that specialized in the psychical and paranormal, and specifically demon infestations. Um, and the friend gave the phone number to the professor to Janet, and Janet decided she was going to call him, and so she called him and. He was kind of helpful, but he also gave them... He basically handed them off to the Warrens. Okay, I know where we point. are now. Yep. Uh, she talked to him for a little bit, and he basically said, you're going to want to talk to these people. And so he introduced them to Ed and Lorraine Warren. And which, you should all know that name. If you don't, it's under, like it's. I'm surprised if you're into a lot of this kind of stuff, and you don't know well, the name. on Ed top of that... And Lorraine Warren... Everybody knows Annabelle and The Conjuring, and so the ones yeah. are huge again. Amityville. And Lorraine's still alive, right? Yes. No. Yeah. I think I she believe... just died 2017. That sucks. Yeah. I would have loved She was old, them. though. She was like 90. Yeah, they were, I know. They were, what, like 60 or something? And... During this, this they're they? like 60. Well, yeah, because they talk about the grandson. So they're pretty old in this. Yeah, that means they would have been about 100 now. That, wow. That's a good point. Nobody lives to 100. I've met um, a lady who's 102. Nobody lives to 100. <laughs> uh, let me just double check. You read your story, I'll look. I just pulled it up. Just I have it right for, here. You're I just have sitting it, here I have deadlocked. It. Yeah, I have it right here. I'm going to go do something naughty in the bathroom I'll be back in oh, five minutes shit. I didn't think it was that soon that she passed no this is Ed this is Ed she passed away in 19 or not 19 2019 so like yeah. last year how old 92 yeah see well it's close to 100 she was she was younger than really? Ed how old when Ed passed away a little bit ago uh, he passed away in 2006 yeah and he was 79 they're about the same age um, but yeah, Ed and Lorraine Warren, uh, very well known, um, very controversial in their field, but we're not going to get into that. It's only become controversial recently, and then it died yeah. away when their movies came out. Like, yeah. Because now people are like, oh. I, I don't want to talk about the controversy no, because it's stupid. it is stupid, and also, like, 
A lot of the stuff they did was to help people, not yeah. to be famous. Don't shit on someone that's helping someone. Yeah. And Even they if do... you don't believe in the ways they're doing it, as long as they're not hurting the person, like like honestly hurting yeah. the person. Um, kind of give a bit of background on Ed and Lorraine. Ed started his interest into the paranormal and supernatural at a very young age because his house was haunted. I think it was around 12 o'clock. Exactly how I got started. Yeah. I think it was about... It's the same exact way that, uh, oh god, Shannon Smurl, what's her name? One of the twins. Karen. No, I don't think that one. I think it's Karen. I think it might be the other one. I think it's Karen. I think you're right. <laughs> pretty sure you said Karen last week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> She's into that stuff. Yeah. And I hope if she finds this, she doesn't get mad or anything. I hope not. I hope I she at least knows that someone. we're not doing this to be offensive. We're doing this to... Get the story out. Exactly. And we are lighthearted about a lot of the stuff because we've already covered that. You don't have to. I know, but I feel like every time you bring up, I she finds it. Yeah, I but you're getting to the point where you're, now it's like I'm not yourself. racist, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you are kind of right. Um, if people don't know right now that we racist, don't take this stuff seriously but... and we respect all these people, then yeah. you're not listening to the right podcast. That's fair. Go listen to Kit and Cat. That's where we tear shit apart, especially each other. Yeah. <laughs> Lorraine always saw lights around people, and she didn't really know what they were, so that's kind of what got her into it. She later found out she, yeah, she saw the auras. Auras of yeah. people. Yep. Someone um, said they saw my daughter's aura. One of your daughter's friends? No, my daughter. We went to the store down here. It was like an old Indian lady, and she saw my daughter once, and she goes, she's an indigo child. That's interesting, because that has, that has a lot of meanings. Like behind it, as term, gifted it, and yes. smart, and yeah, that's yeah. what she said. She said the same. She said I was too. Well, fuck, she must be wrong. I mean, look how you are. All the shit we covered about how smart I am, and that we're going to cut off the podcast in the beginning. <laughs> uh, I'm still cutting. I'm going to leave just that in. Ed and Lorraine made their way to the Smurls house. Um, on their way over to the house, which was a long trip. For the Warrens, they were discussing four-hour drive. Four-hour drive, yeah. Which I guess isn't that crazy. I mean, four-hour cruise. No, it was a three-hour in Gilligan's Island, I believe. Jesus Christ! Um, I'm showing my age. <laughs> they 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 discussed the phone call between the Smurls and the Warrens. Um, they discussed the the severity of it all. Uh, they've never really heard. I mean, they've heard of. Demon infestations, and that's well, what they're leading. Was. They they heard the case, and they said, "This is very serious, and at the very least, it needs to be seriously looked at." Yeah, that's exactly how it's written down too. Is how I have actually written it down. Is I know I case. remember. No, I didn't. It's not the same as the book. No, it was kind of. Oh, because I was reading it. All I was yeah. telling you, and it was getting dictated. Yes. <laughs> Not um, word for word, obviously, but that part I think was pretty spot on because it's a good. I mean, it was a good. I mean, like you said, the case sounded very serious, and it definitely warranted at least an investigation of what was going on. So they did. Uh, arriving at the house, the Smurls sat outside for a short period of time to kind of get an idea of the house and the energy of it. Um, and Ed was quoted to say. When you have investigated over 3,000 cases in the United States and Europe, you get a sense of houses even from the exterior. Did we actually say why I keep teasing you about that? No. We... You can. We actually... Did this all today. 
Well, well, I mean, the whole idea is like we're gonna do some cast working together. Mm-hmm. But it was gonna initially be remotely, but we actually did work on it at the same time today. So, yes. That's why I keep teasing him about Generally, it. okay, so this is what happened. I had my part, he had his part. He has the physical copy, I don't. I thought we had, I had a PDF. The PDF didn't cover the parts I was actually supposed to be covering, so I couldn't actually write anything because I had no information whatsoever. So I basically was like, well, shoot. And I had to steal... Chris's yeah, you had to meet hard me at coffee. work one night at the strip club. I had to meet you out back because mm-hmm. they don't let you in. They you think I'm a minor. Well. Yeah. Um, it gets really awkward. It's the exact same thing I was saying. It's funny. <laughs> Shit, we're linking up. Fuck. Damn it. Out of my head, out of my head. <laughs> um, I got this hard copy, but it was like yesterday I got it. So I got home really late. And I didn't get really much time to do much research and much writing. And this morning, I did a bit of it, and then I came here, and it was like, you need to write more. I was like, I'm sorry, boss. Did, right away. You know the funniest thing about your story right now? What's that? Is I was saying we both worked on it together, and you're like, I fucked up. I didn't get it ready. I didn't. I was giving you total credit here. We no, were both no, no, working no. on it. I, but, like, I didn't get it. I did a bit of it before I got here. And then we both worked on it together. Like two friends. Like two lovers. Nope, just friends. Absolutely not lovers. So last night meant nothing to you? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> so they head inside and over coffee. Because I didn't even know it was in. What? Okay. Just go. Okay. Over coffee, the Warrens and Smurls discuss on what had been happening within the house and what's yeah on the side to eat. <laughs> that's always weird. weird um and they wanted to know the layout of the actual duplex like where you get in from the parent side and their side and where the bedrooms were and so on and so forth and they started asking questions about Ouija boards and those kind of like devices, I guess. Like a lot of people, well, actually, I'll just quote. Uh, Ed goes to say, It's amazing how many cases we have investigated where people have brought spirits into their homes by their curiosity into the paranormal, basically experimenting with like Ouija boards and summoning rites and those kind of things. People that are like, oh, this is kind of interesting, so I'll do that without actually knowing what they're doing. I, I, you know, I used to, I was always kind of afraid Ouija board might actually summon a monster. Really? So I wanted to do like, I didn't want to go as hardcore as a Ouija board. Is a Ouija board hardcore? So, um, I'd usually gut a cat and write bloody pentagram on the wall. <laughs> some candles. Burn the intestines of the cat. In a brazier? No, I would like, kind of choke myself with them. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. What'd you burn in the brazier then? My own semen afterwards. Ah, uh, yes, I see. Ouija boards are hardcore. I didn't want to get that crazy. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you're being serious. I hope you're not. 
No, I didn't make a uh, Ouija board that I wouldn't even use, though. <laughs> it hangs up at my friend Gumby's house on display. That's Nobody cool. will use it. Um, but yeah, they discussed the haunting, the, the building. Um, if they ever used Ouija boards, any kind of spiritual accoutrement or anything like that, stop it. I know. Accoutrement. That's going to be one. When we're taking over the world, that's going to be the chant. The Warrens um, have brought a friend along the way. Um, they brought somebody with them to visit this Merle's for the first time around. Um, it was a medium named Rosemary. Uh, no last name given. I assume this is one of the... It was a median. <laughs> <laughs> Work joke. Uh... The joke both of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Fuck, I hate that so much. I got. Did I tell you the one that happened the other day? No. Tell me. Yeah, I got to remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So while Ed is still talking with the family, uh, Rosemary and Lorraine decide to make their way upstairs and investigate some parts of the house. Um. They almost immediately start feeling something. Um. If I, if I didn't discuss this earlier, uh, the median, of course, is a median, so she's able to feel things spiritual-related. Uh, Lorraine is also a um, type of median as well. Um, she is... I can't remember... She really, she relied a lot on, like, senses, and she could, like, close her eyes and psychically see... Yes. Like a psychic eye type she did. She did have, like, um, spiritual senses. Um, I don't know to what extent. I know they discussed it quite a bit. Um, as soon as they made their way upstairs, Lorraine and Rosemary felt something uh, to the point where um, they were startled by it. Um, both startled by what they felt, they pushed on to search out throughout the whole house and see what they can find. Um, not really finding anything. Uh, they had searched all bedrooms but one at this point, and the bedroom was that was left was the Jack and Janet's bedroom. Um, where they felt the strongest presence. So they make their way into the bedroom and don't really see much of anything. It's pretty copacetic. Yeah, pretty calm. But... The way they said it. But they had a really strong sense from their closet. Mm-hmm. And they approached the closet and flung it open. And saw you. In 1986, <laughs> Yes. Naked. The gay spirit before you were born. <laughs> waiting to inherit your body. They opened it. Oh, we touched people too. That's, <laughs> no. that's so awkward. <laughs> we both did the same thing. As soon as we touched me, we both recoiled and put our feet like as close as to ourselves. We got, okay, possible. I got to explain this. I have a square table with like kind of like bar seating mm-hmm. with backs and everything. And we sit on each corner, and it's not a big table, so we just kind of kick our feet under it while we're saying the story. And just for the first time in eight episodes, our foot just bumped. <laughs> it was like I'm we really both s- just yanked back, not even thinking. We about both it. touch, and then immediately we're like, "Oh fuck that!" Physical human contact? I don't think so. I haven't had physical human contact in <laughs> six years now. Um, I'm lonely. Call me. They opened up the closet and began to smell something and feel something terrible um lorraine closes her eyes to kind of focus in on what the feeling was 
Um, then she got a better understanding of what was in the house, and they found four different spirits in the house. Yep. Um, I will go into this what? in a second. I think it's interesting, too, what happens with the spirits. Yep. So they, they shortly after, they close the closet, and they make a hasty retreat back downstairs to where Ed and the Smurls were. Yeah, to tell them, basically. Yep. Not like, they weren't running from them. They were getting down there to inform them. To inform them, them yeah. Um, after heading back down to the, down the stairs of the Smurls, Lorraine begins to tell them, though she didn't want to, initially she didn't want to tell them because she thought it was might frighten them, but she, well, yeah. she yeah, it would frighten them. But at the same time, they needed to know what was in their house. So uh, she begins to tell them about the four different entities in the house. One of the entities is an old lady who is pretty harmless by herself. And she said she was senile. Yes, she was senile. And just kind of innocent stuff yeah, there. Again, pretty um, benign. Yeah. She's not really crazy. Just just an old lady. Just there. Uh, another one was a young lady who was very crazy. Uh, she actually described her as a crazed young lady who was kind of manic. Um, the third spirit, all these are ghosts. Slash Have you ever seen point. 13 Ghosts? I don't believe so. Oh, okay. Because there's a spirit in it, it kind of reminds me of the way to explain her. Oh, gotcha. So. Um, and the last, or the third entity, I should say, um, was an old man with a mustache. Uh, and she said that the, the old man with a mustache had the capabilities of becoming hostile and actually harming people in the build in the house yeah and there was the fourth and last entity that she is the big boy yeah that she found and she said was unmistakably a demon and he was basically manipulating all manipulating no he had the ability to no, he was already beginning to manipulate them at this oh, point. Oh, no, I don't think he was at that point, but she was saying that he could and he would turn them all against them, like control them. I know they were fucking, like, they started to understand why everything was going as crazy as they were. It's because of the demon. Yeah. They perceived the demon to be the main reason. Because, like, I mean, two of them are already mean, so you're going to get mean shit already. Yeah. Um, it explains that when girls reach puberty, that they give off a type of which we energy. did talk about. In part we one. did we did briefly touch upon it. Um, they give off a certain type of energy, and that energy has a way of making things stronger. Specifically, energizing, paranormal, yes, or awakening if it's not, or really, if it's kind of dormant, or as I put it in the fucking paper, gave that demon a sweet power up. It's over nine thousand. Shut the fuck up. You said 4,000 earlier today. Got, got it right this time. So yeah, I had to correct you, though. Because I don't watch that horrible show. Dragon Ball Z is Sucked. not terrible. It's good. It is. If you like watching a whole episode of... They don't even do And then that. the second episode, they shoot a fireball for the whole episode. There's no such thing as a fireball. A Kamehameha. Or Gatling gun. Orgasm gun? Yes. What? Gatling gun. What one are you watching? <laughs> Dragon Ball X. 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 Yeah. Broly meets Goku. 
<laughs> that's I like two character names that popped in my head. That's a foul thought. Is that like, is that his son? Broly? Yeah. No, Broly's not a son. So what's wrong with him? It's which it's, one's Broly? Broly's a big jacked boy. He's a. Saiyan. I was like the uh, Mister Satan. Of course he did. Because he was fucking funny. He lost every damn fight he was in. Absolutely, because he was just some fucking Joe Schmo. Who That's really... why it was hilarious. He didn't really... Didn't he have a different name when it wasn't American? Uh, no. His name is Mr. Satan. I thought there was... A, there was. A, I swear there was a different name for him. No, Satan... You, you go. Satan is definitely I'm his name, sure. both in Japanese and the English version. Um, they give us a type of energy that for the lack of a better word, powers up and energizes things, specifically paranormal stuff. Um, and the demon's goal was to cause more strife and turmoil to the family to basically feed him, power him more up, to have him stronger. His real name is Mark. Okay, but that's not... Like, really, his real name is just Mark. Yeah. He's also known as Hercules Satan. I heard him as Hercules. Hercules Satan. I heard Satan. him in an episode as Hercules. That's what's throwing me off. Yeah. It's funny that his real name is just Mark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mr. Satan wasn't his real name. Um, so, after this, they just, the Warrens decide to do an experiment with an IR camera, or infrared camera, or, and a tape recorder. And they try to bring Now, up... wait. Before we go too much farther. Yep. We talked before about how... Uh, they didn't really have the super high tech equipment. No, but back in the day, IR, IR cameras, cameras were pretty expensive, top of the line shit. Back in nowadays, the 80s, full spectrum is a big deal. Nineteen eighty six IR, yikes! How much did that cost back I then? Don't know, all the Russians had handy cams in the nineteen thirties. Let's not put Russian standards because <laughs> they still use depleted uranium bullets. Uh, but uh, not very good. You can still find the them big too. one now. It's fucking cool if you've never seen it. Look up uh, full spectrum photography. I'll have to do that at one point. They do it for ghost hunting because it picks up the whole light spectrum. So if there's a spirit there, it catches it. Ah, it's and if they use it like an actual picture, it's you know what I hated. I hated um, they would use IR cameras during ghost hunting shows and be like, "Look, it's a spirit. You can see the outline of a person." But the like, Xbox cam. No, I'm talking about like actual IR. That's what the Xbox used to shout the IR to put the stick figure. Okay. It was but, connect. But what I mean is the reason why I didn't like the IR is because it tracks heat. And they would shoot it at a wall and go, look, there's a outline of a person there. And what they're actually picking up is themselves. Well, But they kept going, look. No, that was, the, that was the thermal cam. That's what I mean. Okay, I thought you went the IR cam. Like Sorry, I should have clarified. Because IR just emits a light that reflects IR is infrared. It just emits yeah. infrared light, and that's how But I know what you're talking about. Um, I meant thermal. And then they, It'd be and, like a reflection in the window. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't just that. It's just like, look at that heat source. Look, it's a person. You can clearly see it was an outline of a person, which they're not wrong. It was an outline of a person. Well, you don't it cast was a out- shadow in thermal. Well, no, but you cast heat, and heat bounces off things. Yeah, but so that's I've never. I don't capturing. think I've ever seen one like you were talking about. But I have um, seen ones. I'll find what I. Yeah, because I want to. I'll send it because I've seen ones where they go into like a place and you'll see like handprints on a table and they haven't been in there and shit like that. That one. That badass. one. Yes, that one I'll give to you. But the, a lot of the stuff I saw was like they would see figures on the walls, but it would but be just their own heat signature. Heat but if bouncing they're not off the walls, and it depends on how far away from the wall they are. 
right and how does, bright it, the signal is it does depend on how far they are because if you're far away and if it's like fucking glowing yellow and red it's white if, that's if it's, something if it's from me to like the road yeah it's not gonna bounce off well even that wall if it's like a white or then it's not you because that's way too much heat coming off that wall yeah you would get like a blue yeah but it was just funny that people kept, i know you're saying yeah it, it happened all the time and it was like you're just you're just seeing yourself like you need to understand your equipment before you can use it efficiently. I thought you were going to say the Kinect camera. We're like, there it is. Nope, not that Look, one. The Kinect camera couldn't even pick up <laughs> real movements when you were trying to use it. It would pick up <laughs> phantom images and make your butt fucking shit move all over um, the place. The Warrens decided to do an experiment. They got an IR camera and a tape recorder, and they attempted to bring out the demon. They head to the bedroom where they found the closet. Uh, Rosemary puts herself in front of the closet, and Lorraine is holding a tape recorder at the closet, and they begin to pray together. It, they are unsure if anything actually happens during the first initial praying, so they decide to basically do it again. Because the first time it happened, there was a few lights, but nothing like definite. It could have been just happenstance. So they decided to do it again. Um... Yeah, the demon didn't like that. As soon as they started beginning to do it again, they heard a loud tearing noise across the room, and that's awesome, isn't it? It's that spectrum. is awesome. It's all the colors combined. Um, Beautiful shots of that shit. And learn, to look over at what was the tearing sound, they noticed the mirror, which was swinging heavily at this point, um, and it began to shake as if something was. Trying to rip it down. Trying to rip it down or violently move it. I would say it was probably, you know, the way they were describing it, it sounds like it was trying to fucking hurl it at him. Yeah, trying to get them to Not stop. Not just knock it down. Um, and then Janet asked what it was, and Ed said that it was the demon, and Jack said to look at the TV. As the yeah, TV, dis- the TV kicked on. The TV turned on. Um, it also says that uh, the TV tended to act up. With the wiring, so they kept it unplugged all the time unless yep. they were using it. So, so it was at this right point, now. this TV was unplugged and it turned on. And when they looked at it while it was on, they saw shapes in it. People in the TV. Yeah, they said it was like, uh, since it was black and white, I'm guessing it was like a all staticky, but then you saw like the whitish silvery, figures. Yep, walking through it. Which is a type of uh, paranormal, if you didn't know about that. I did, actually. Put a TV on static, aim a camera at it, leave it. I did, actually. And you seal it off. So there's no interference. Mm-hmm. I have seen that before. Um, the other trick is doing the infinite loop. Infinite loop. You aim the camera at the TV in a certain spot, and you play the camera through to the TV. Oh. So what's recording on the TV loops and loops and loops. That's and interesting. And you just film that, and you tend to get shit in it. That is interesting. I, had a set, I did a setup with it. It was interesting. Um, but after this began to happen, the TV started to go brighter and brighter, and then the drawers and... Um, wardrobe in the bedroom started shaking violently. Yeah, they were like banging, and, mm-hmm. and Ed they said also that, said the clothes, uh, the stuff was shuffling inside of them, like the clothes were being yes. shaking all around. So, the, needless to say, a demon was not happy with what was going on. Um, Ed said they had to act quickly, and they began to sprinkle holy water everywhere, and all begin to pray together. And after that, things started to slowly calm back down. Um, Mirrors slowed down, everything stopped shaking, TV turned back off. Um, yeah, that's kind of 
the initial um, reaction. Yeah, that was the initial beginning of the Warrens being there. Um, After all that happened, they all headed back downstairs, um, which then Ed starts to tell them about that he believes that the closet is kind of like the, the, I don't know how to put it, the... Not, not the portal, but the gate, like where they decide to travel between the two houses. Not even a gateway, just like a That's... weak point to go through. Cause it's probably like one wall. Yeah, it's just, just their, their door. Their door between the two buildings, like not even like in the duplex in between the two buildings, and that's why the demons and spirits keep showing up at that specific point. That's where they keep going in and out. Um, and Ed, and after that, Jack asked how to fight them. How to fight the spirits. And Ed replied with, pray. Pray, get some religious well, iconology. and With prayer. Hmm? Get the proper word. Prayer, not pray. Um, you say you told him to fight it with pray. I just said he prayer. told him to pray. Yeah. Well, you didn't have two in there. That's right. Just My apologies. Just corrected the word. My apologies, you. yeah. He basically tells him to pray. And to get some incense and candles. And Pray, because there ain't much we can do. You're, yeah. you're fucked. And so they do so. They do so. Uh, Janet and Jack tell their daughters on what happened shortly after. And what they knew about what was going on. Um, and then they all kind of just came together and prayed together. Family who prays together stays together. Yep. Um, Pretty gay way. Pray the gateway. Uh, after they had this pray session, they they decided to go to bed. Pray tell. God damn it! <laughs> um, Janet suggests that they all should sleep downstairs. Damn it, Janet! Uh, downstairs together, so yeah. they're all close to each other. And Jack says that it it would it would show that the spirits have won if they do that. I so... would, you know, I would kind of say differently. If I were in their shoes, I'd say, let's just sit down here and pray together till we sleep, which would keep you fighting until you pass out. Basically. Yeah, that's true. Um, but this is, but Jack basically said that it would show fear to the spirits, so they decided against it. So they all went to their own separate rooms and decided to go to bed. Um, Two older girls, after going to bed, they decided to talk a little bit what was going on. Um, and they were discussing about a great thing that they had seen before. Well, but it's really strange that this comes up because they don't really talk about that ever they again. They didn't talk too much about the kids until recently. Yeah. And the kids might not have told their parents. That may have been when they first found out about it. Mm-hmm. But the kids never discuss it again later on. And perhaps later on in the A book. lot of stuff in this story, you notice, like, they're kind the of the author wrote it. Yeah. It's also, just kinda, some stuff just kind of pops kind, in. Yeah, it is kind of like a documentary, like in what's it called, Ex Machina. Well, I need this to be in here, so poof, 
they just said this. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add anything to the story. It doesn't take away anything. No, it just kind of some of the stuff doesn't get added into like the I last think, second. Yeah, I think a lot of the times it's they because they did keep diaries at this point. So I think every now and then they'll add things from the diaries. And so this is one of the things that was added. The daughters were talking about a gray thing that they saw, not knowing what it was, and they thought maybe it had something to do with what was going on. Um, shortly after they were discussing the gray thing, um, a single small knock occurred. Uh, nope, I got that out of context entirely. A, a knock started occurring yeah. in the whole house, a banging. Yeah. Um, at this point, they experienced multiple different types of bangs. Yeah, there was, three different types. Yep. The first one was a small little just one knock, just boop. Uh, the second one was boop, 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 boop. repetitively louder and like that. ongoing knocks, just dee, 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 dee. Boop, 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 boop. Yep. Uh, and the last one was loud. Like how shaking and, and shook the house. And that's the banging that they heard now. Um. What? Hold on. Um, which would shake the house? Uh, one they heard now. Time they begin to feel like something. What? Time for an intermission. Yep. Excuse me while I get a juice box. Be your best. Is that Capri Sun? Ah, fuck you. I sorry. There's an ongoing thing at work right now about Capri Suns, and I fucking hate it. What? They're good. They're good, but they're annoying because people just. It's a, Are they like finding them all over the ground? It's the straws. Oh. The straw They're wrappers. Killing turtle. No, the wrappers that hold the straws, people just throw in big ass piles for no reason. And like, well, there's no what? Capri Suns anywhere or a straw, just the straw wrappers. And I don't know why people are finding them. You just jam the straw through the whole backside. Yes. You know what I hated the most working there? What's that? Whenever there was a fucking game at Shocker, there was one parent, a mother, who sat on the top row of the bleachers, mm-hmm. spinning her fucking sunflower seeds on the ground. Yep. A whole bag's worth, just straight on the ground, and Absolutely. left them there. Yep. Fucking disgusting. It happens every single time, and it's not always... Fucking a... bring the garbage over next to you. <laughs> We're not going to complain if you're doing that. Yeah. Or put it in a cup. It's only two foot in front of you. Slide it back two foot. Yep. Yeah, or a cup. Or um, dip cups you find everywhere. Oh. Those are nasty. Yeah. Um... One of my bosses used to dip all the time, so he would leave dip cups everywhere, in the trucks, just on desks, Someone was telling me a guy they worked with in the county, I believe. No, no, it wasn't the county. They worked with this guy outside the county, but he would go out on lunch, mm-hmm. put his dip in, and when lunch was over, he'd pull it out, stick it on his dashboard to dry so he can put it back in later. That's and he fucking... just had like, she, they, she said he had like dip slugs all across his... Fucking dashboard. That's fucking nasty. Foul. Yes. That dipping is a foul, a foul thing in and of itself, but that's even more grotesque. Um, I'm going to get back to the story. Otherwise, I'm going to lose my place. Uh, banging happened. Uh, the girls began to feel that, that something was going to be happening. This the wasn't going to be stopping. We got off track because you lost your place. That's true. You're, you're not wrong. Um, meanwhile... Uh, and Jack and uh, I tried making a noise and nothing came out. <laughs> <Just sitting. laughs> That's not it, but good try. Uh, in Jack and Janet's room, uh, Janet started getting slapped repeatedly by something. Um, it wasn't pleasurable. Nobody was saying. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't 
any promiscuous. Like actions. she she was like getting like just slapped. nailed on basically. Just fucking just slapped all the time, just randomly. Um, they couldn't see what it was, and they both said they felt a force around them. And Jack yeah, they actually, said it was like swirling around. It was room. swirling around yeah. them, yeah. And Jack basically said he started to feel like something was tickling him, but kind of like an annoying tickle. Yeah, it was like on the bottom of his foot. He couldn't get it, so he started like jumping on the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know like thinking about it now, I know what the tickle is like you're talking about. It yes. like goes right up through your goddamn bone. I hate it, and you can't do shit about it. It sucks. Um, as the banging was continuing, as well as they were, so while they're being tickled and slapped, the banging continued. Jack said that the demons were trying to provoke. They were trying to prove to the Smurls that the demon they and were the spirits ones in control. Exactly, they're the ones in power. They're the ones in control. Like they think that bringing priests in will help. They won't. Um, to which the TV turned on and begun to get brighter and brighter again. And, while unplugged. While unplugged again. still. Um, and it, they, it got to the point where it was like blindingly bright this time. Yes. So banging, which... can't see, being tickled and slapped, Jack being Jack. Um, <laughs> yeah, then begins to, he jumps off the bed, ready to go. And Makes he's just like... Clutches yeah, his hands he, up in fists. He clutches his hands up in fists and says, let me see if I can find the exact quote. There it is. Why don't you show yourself to us and we can have a fair fight? I don't think that would be a fair fight, even if they were... Even if the demon just showed up. Yeah, even if the demon just showed up. It's like 15 foot tall, breaking through the ceiling, red I eyes. I don't think it would be a fair fight. I hate to break it to you, Jack. Fucking tattered wings on its angel wings Have you posted any photos of Smurf, Smurf families? Yeah. You've seen Jack. Yeah. I don't think Jack could take a demon. I don't, I don't think... think anybody I know could take a demon. All together. It's a demon. But specifically Jack. Dude, you're not going to hurt it. Specifically It's like Jack. the house in Final Fantasy. They whooped the shit out of me. <laughs> that fucking house fucked you It was up. called a demon house too, wasn't it? Hell house. Hell house, yes. God, I think it was a fucking monster. Still haven't been in it yet. No. You will get there. Tomorrow. Um... After which uh, they stopped, were stopped being slapped and tickled, but the loud noises proceeded. So the dog and Jack basically patrolled the house for the rest of the night. Well, Jack would like lay down and get he back would, up. He would get some and sleep. And the dog kind of kept going. Yeah, he would get some sleep and then get up, do another round, check on his daughters and make sure they were okay, and then go back to some sleep. Good old uh, Toby. Um, this went on till about 3 I o'clock. I forgot the dog's name, honestly. Simon. I had Toby. I like. I knew it wasn't right. <laughs> I forgot. Ah, uh, good old Toby. Um, good old Toby, the demon. But around three o'clock, it stopped. The banging, everything. But Jack kept patrolling just in case and kept on going. And the next day, he was just. They all looked exhausted. Yes. Uh, in the morning, Ed Warren called to check on the family, which um, they were doing. Pretty regularly. Yes, I get to that later. The, okay. Throughout this whole time, the Warrens are basically calling them. Yeah, they never stop. What... They call them like daily. Yeah, how things are going. Uh, Janet gave the phone to Jack, and Jack basically tells Ed what exactly happened that night. And they were going to call the church and try and get more priests out there to help them. Um, Ed tells them that they need to stay angry to 
show that they're not going to give up and yeah they're... and also if you you know you got that emotion going you don't have the fear for it to feed off of yep you just kind of got a rage and a burning which on the other hand though from my understanding other demons think, other demons would feed I off i think that. some can feed off of anger as well because it is a negative energy um but yeah that, but i think interesting you know to kind of take a separate stance here i think in their case his Rage also had like the belief and faith behind it. Yes. So I think that might. That's have... that's a good point. There was a lot of rage and a lot of hatred towards. But he had the belief that God was there, so the rage was kind of fueled by, you know, religion and faith and. Paladin barbarian. Neutral. Chaotic neutral right now. <laughs> I don't know because he's still religious, so that's still. Yeah, he wouldn't be chaotic neutral. He'd be chaotic good. Pro- yeah, chaotic good. Um, depends which religion. Depends on your uh, uh, your views on religion. It's Christianity. Well. Oh, I was Catholic, so no, chaotic that, that was, evil. No, that'd be Christianity would be chaotic evil. <laughs> Anyways, not to smash any religions <laughs> right now. I'm gonna continue on. Um, said just be always angry at them and not to show that you weren't giving up. And Jack says that he feels like they were waging a war against the demon and ed basically said yeah you are you are waging you are you, definitely yeah, in a you, war you are at war uh the next day janet called the priest and i thought she called ex- sam and dean winchester no that's later oh that's shit i skipped later. a couple chapters yeah that's did you get a hold of my fanfic <laughs> How'd you do that? The fuck? I haven't posted that anyway. Um, the next day, Janet called the priest and was explaining on what was going on and that she would want somebody out there to bless the house. This is kind of when the church starts to distance himself. I'm more worried about your probably <laughs> erotic salmon, Dean. Ex smurls. Um, uh, she explains what to the priest what was going on. The priest basically blows her off and tells her that he's busy and has other things to worry about and to contact him later about this issue not really taking it seriously which is kind of shitty yes and then you know she even kind of says that because it's like they've always been devout they yes. always believe the church would be there to help them and then the guy's just kind of a dick yeah um she goes to another priest to get her items blessed to which the priest blessed it quickly. I don't know, honestly, they didn't use any holy water, which I don't know if that makes a difference or not. I would assume it does. I don't know if it was the same priest or not. It didn't really say. It didn't say. I and would it, assume it also a different said one. he blew her off because he had uh, wedding planning to get. Yes, done. he was planning a wedding. Yeah. That's why he was like, I'm "You're busy. being torn apart by demons. I'm gonna go marry these guys. Yeah. Peace." So she then goes and Fight sees another priest. Or... Die I... <laughs> go and everybody calls a divorce. Yeah. Lesser of two evils here. Um but shortly after the priest um blessed her items, he kinda just walked off. Yeah, he didn't do he holy water, he kinda just turned his back and walked off. He's away. like, These items are blessed by the name of the blah 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 and then walked off like alright, peace bitch in those exact words. And and yeah. So at this point, the church starts to distance themselves from the Smurls and doesn't really give a shit anymore, uh, which is shitty. Um, yeah. I like how that how it turns around later in the book. 
Yes. And they take shit in their own hands and church is like, we're going to come help. Yep. It was funny. Um, Sometimes that's what you do. Shortly after, a day after, one day after school, Dawn came home to find her makeup bag missing. And so she began to basically taunt the demon and basically call it ugly and that she need, it needs some makeup. And it's mama dressed it funny. Yeah, and mama couldn't dress it correctly. And oh, she was just beat. She was just fucking going in on it. And then one of the other sisters started laughing at this. To which and the demon didn't like too well. A very high end 80s insult. Yeah. Nowadays, Yo mama. You would be laughed at and beat up for saying that to someone because it's stupid. Absolutely. But back then, it was like, it's like, you know. When Simpsons was popular, it was like, eat my shorts, and everybody like, exactly. used it. Um, I was like, I can't believe you said that. Demon was not happy about it, so it begun, it begun just banging shit again. Uh, Jan- you know, it's like a giant toddler. Absolutely. It's just mad and just starts banging his hands and feet. Absolutely. Demons are just giant toddlers. Yep. They, they want to cause havoc and trouble in your life, and then when they don't get their way, they just throw tantrums. It's like a baby. It's exactly like a toddler slash baby. Gotta get the bigger pacifier. Um, Janet went to go get a tape recorder, and she sat down where the banging was happening. Got this pacifier blessed with holy water, and she bitch. Tried, <laughs> she tried to communicate with spirits. And the way she did this was... She to, knocked on the wall and said, Do you need a nappy? <laughs> Do you need to change your diaper? Your mm-hmm. diapy dirty? Your diapy dirty? You, nappy? you little dirty boy, huh? I can change you. Uh, she went to the wall and tried to communicate by basically telling the, the spirit that one knock was yes and two knocks was no. And we've talked about this before. You're acknowledging it now. Yep. Yep. I and love you're it. You're opening a door. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. But you know they're not experts. This is also in the eighties where there wasn't much information on that kind of things. Also, like you don't. How much of the stuff you've read about spirits true, and how much of it is? Everything's true. 100%. Every single one of them. Well, long to stop a and fox. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Not to get political. Yikes. <laughs> um, she began to ask Google. No views. <laughs> or I guess gets, it gets disabled and deleted from the universe. Um... <laughs> She begins to ask the questions. She asked if the demon or spirit was trying to hurt her. Doesn't respond. So she asks again. To which it bangs on the wall once. Which is yes. She asks then if the spirit was trying to hurt her specifically. It bangs on the wall again. Once. You know, a lot of paranormal hunters, ghost hunters, whatever you want to call them, do this knocking thing. I don't know why. Now... I get the idea that if you asked a question one time, no answer, two time, no answer, third time, you get your knock, maybe it's just like, fucking go away. Yeah, probably. Here, just fuck, go, boom, boom, what do you, two, three, what, boom, go, go. (laughs) Leave me alone, goddamn you. This house was abandoned, I was sleeping. (laughs) That's very true. I'm not, you know, bugging anybody. That is a very valid point. On ghosts, it's like maybe they're just trying to hang out, and they got all these dickheads like poking radios in their face. And all I have other a theory shit. about ghosts. We're not gonna discuss it right now. It's good. We'll talk about it after you're done. I think that's a good idea. Um, yes. So after it said yes, it wanted to hurt her specifically. She asked if she believes in Jesus. 
They used to say the demon threw another fit and just started banging all the fo- like just constantly banging. Was not happy about this. Didn't like Jesus. Jesus. Um, Jesus, come on down. Jesus. Um. Another few days pass by. Janet is doing some houseworks as you do. Um, afterward, after she's done, she decides to take a bath and relax and decompress. Um, shortly after getting into the tub, she said she started feeling eyes on her. She started feeling watch. Uh, and a few moments after that, she started hearing basically cat calls and whistles and like, you know, demeaning things to women. Uh, crazy thing is though, like shortly after this, like Jack goes running up the stairs and to her and it it's put in a weird way like how he was able to hear that downstairs i don't know if she was yelling for him or something like that i don't remember um but yeah he goes up to the tub with her and he just she asks um jack to stay with her for the rest of the time she was bathing and he did um, these are we're kind of getting into like specific incidences now, not what they did to fight against it. So we're just gonna kind of go through a few of these as fast as possible. On Friday night, Jack came home uh, pretty early, more earlier than normal. So he decides to take a nap, and he woke up mid nap and saw two women bickering in front of him, whispering. Um, sh- shortly after they disappeared. Uh, when he woke up in the morning, he told Janet about it. Janet suggested that it was just a stress dream, which is odd because everything is going on and this is the one time you think it's going to be a stress dream. Uh, it's weird. So he goes back. The, the next night, they go back to sleep, and basically it happens again. But this time, the women are a little more vicious towards uh, Jack. And, yeah. But at this point, it's basically proven that it wasn't just a stress dream, and he couldn't move, and they were scowling at him and basically being berating him. Um, so yeah, it pretty much confirms in his brain at this point that they are real, not just illusions. The Warrens at this time, after hearing what has kept on happening, decided to send another team out there to help them as much as possible to get more information on it. So they send a group, a, a two-man team, comprised of Charles Kravat, uh, Kravitz. Right? Kravitz? I guess it would be Kravitz. And Tony... I don't know. Some of those names are like... They're hard. clearly not the real names, but they like decided to make them as flamboyant as possible and not sound too great. And then Tony Clarissio. Clarissio. Something like that. We'll just call him Charles I, and Tony. I just spelled one of them here because I'm like, I don't know how to say this one. Yeah, yeah, uh, And they began to set up um, equipment throughout the house. Like, uh, they had some cameras, IR cameras, and some recording devices throughout the house um, in order to catch some more information about that. Um, when... They first showed up, Charles sat down with Smurls and told them that he was going to take this case as if anything they have said thus far 
is untrue. Basically, to be unbiased, or at the very least, biased in the negatives to the point where all information he has at this point. Well, that's how you got to go into the cases. Yeah, that's true. You, whenever you do, you can't go in believing kind of, everything because then you're going to kind of see and hear everything. Yeah, you get your observation is skewed, biasedness in investigations is wrong. Um, that's how I see it, at least, whenever you go into any kind of investigation. Um, Spurls weren't happy about the way he said it, which, to be fair, he could have probably said it in a more tactful way. Um, I keep saying, um, which means it's getting late. So they discuss about what, again, has happened. I feel bad for the Spurls because they've told, like, everybody all the things that have happened on numerous occasions to everybody. And generally, a lot of the times people take them at their word and believe them. Uh, sorry, I, I had to find my place. Um, I keep saying um, and it's fucking bothersome now. I do it all the time. That's like my go-to word. That's like everybody's go-to word. It's true, but I try to avoid ums as much as possible, but it's becoming more prevalent. They talk about the two girls that Jack saw that night. Charles asks if the woman have left anything to denote that they were there. Yeah, I think he says like a button, hair, or yeah, anything. anything could have been anything, ectoplasm, something. Um, they didn't see anything. They couldn't find anything. So, um, the Smurl says no, and he kind of basically just said, "Are you sure they were even there?" <laughs> you say it like that. No, no, didn't see anything. They didn't find any bones. Man, or we ain't find shit. We ain't find shit. <laughs> Love, Love that, that movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we're getting on too much. We're, we're the same wavelength right now, and it's not good. We ain't found shit. Uh, <laughs> I got a hair pick. I know it's a great movie. While questioning. The Smurls, Tony, which is the other man, begins to hear, bang, you gotta stop. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of freaky now. (laughs) Uh, Begins to hear banging all over the house. Um, To which... The male body is nothing to be ashamed of. Put your fucking pants on. (laughs) Doing the helicopter. (laughs) Okay. Tony starts to hear bang all over the house. Charles then hears it as well. Uh, Tony explains to the Smurls after the banging stops that in his years of researching with de- researching demonology with the Warrens and being on multiple cases, this is the first time this kind of stuff has happened before. Uh, to- uh, Charles runs upstairs to make sure all the equipment's recording throughout this whole experience. Uh, and then... After it all stopped, because it, it was banging for an hour straight, and then after it stopped, they basically took all their recording devices and listened it to the rest of the day, trying to figure out what it was. And everything was there. Yeah. And afterwards, Charles said to the Smurls that at this point, he has no doubt what they were saying is true. They spent the rest of the day listening to the equipment, like I said. Uh, on another trip, another member of the team decided to join up with them uh, i don't think charles was here this time tony came back with a man named mike kessler 
Mike decided the, to interview the people, the neighbors and the Smurls. Halfway through the interview with the Smurls, banging started again. More banging. It was banging. It was a hell of a party. Hell yeah, man. Fuck it up, Buttercup. You see that demon's ass? It's banging. Which confirmed in Mike's mind that the Smurls were telling the truth as well. Uh, at this point, the team decides to sit down. With... It's funny because after like you know four members are totally is... dead set, and this I... the rest are still like, okay, now I believe you. Yeah, which is real funny like, because like okay. Ed and Lorraine do. So you fucking should if you're on their team. Yeah, Ed and Lorraine believes them almost immediately, and they have multiple experiences. But I guess it's good to do it that way too, because then you get a you have to be able each time exactly. And you you can have verify to it make over your over own. Over. You have to make your own. Judgments based on the experiences well, you've had. I mean, you can't just follow what I If you work says. for Ed and Lorraine, you know what they're telling you is true. But if you go into it unbiased, you're actually helping the Smurls because you're verifying it again. Yeah. And again. That's what I'm saying. Again, is It's good that they it are more doing and more it. credibility. They should be going into it as, as if it is their first time hearing about this and then the first time noticing any kind of things. They sit down with Ed and, the team sits down with Ed and Lorraine, basically telling them what has been going on. And at that moment, Ed and Lorraine decide that it's dire and they really do need their help again. So they decide to immediately pack up and head back out there. Um, they want to get more people, and they're eventually going to get more people to come out there to help them. But Ed and Lorraine pack up immediately and head out there, uh, making their way again on the four-hour trip. <laughs> I'm cool. reading the name of this chapter that I named it. I don't remember what it was. I don't initially. even know why you named chapter. Because it's funny to me, and it For helps you. me go exactly. It helps me keep track of it in my head. This one's called Lorraine is into some weird shit. I don't remember what it was actually called. I think it was called Lorraine's Secret or something like that, which is weird because it's not really a secret. secret. I don't know what it was. It's the books. When they arrived, Lorraine told the Smurls not to be alarmed by what they were going to be talking about, which is weird because like oh, she it's, brings it's out all the research novels or books she yeah. Has. That's the thing is like she brings out research novels of like her teammates, what they did, what they talked about. Well, no, no, she also has research stuff on the demons, right? Which is when she goes into the demon. Yeah, which that's is why she tell them not to be scared. Which is fucking wild to me. Is like I know you're already being haunted by like, these demons and have these experiences, but don't be alarmed by the book I have. It's like. All right, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have been, but now that you've said it, they it probably could have been from the, uh, the forbidden about. section in yep. Hogwarts. Those books are dangerous, dude. That's why they're in the forbidden section. It is. Uh, she had kept sneaking in there and taking them. While she was reading throughout the books, she was talking to them about what the team had found and to further prove that the demon infestation was as bad as they initially thought. Um, she focused back onto the black thing that they found a black creature which she believes to be the demon and she believes the demon to have telepathic abilities at this point which is why jack keeps passing out and like is not able to move he's like things. paralyzed yes he's awake he can see everything he just can't do anything because he's being oppressed by the telepathic abilities of the demon that's their belief at this point she tells the Smurls that the demon is unlike any she's encountered before, and she just had a another encounter with the demon that day, 
where she was, she went up to Don's room, and when she was going through Don's room, she heard scratching at the window. When she looked up, she saw the black figure outside the window. Ed tells him that he will get in contact with another priest to come by and bless the house, because they wanted to do that again. Uh, yeah, this guy shows up. Yep, this guy shows up, but he's kind of... Blase. Uh, yeah. He doesn't really give a shit. He's doing it he simply because... He doesn't bring any accoutrement of stuff. No, he doesn't bring any accoutrement or iconology. He just has a plethora of holy water. It's a lot of holy water. Would you say I have a plethora of guns? <laughs> um, See ya, guapo. Plethora. Ed goes upstairs to try and banish the demon. And as I've written down here in great detail is... Ed goes upstairs in order to find the demon and to banish it out. Um, as I put it so graciously, uh, Ed went upstairs to fist fight a demon, but he got RKO'd by the demon <laughs> using smelly salts, in which a team member found Ed and helped him to cast out the demon. They begin to chant, in which... Uh, together. They begin to chant together. RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> you well, should, did you mention that he uh, was being choked? He was. I did not mention that. Yeah, yeah. You should have that. The demon was choking him and he yeah. couldn't breathe. Whenever he initially came up there with his chant, uh, the demon decided that he wasn't going to have any of that shit and started choking out Ed. Uh, another team member came up to help Ed. So they both began to chant together. Well, uh, Ed had the crucifix up, so the hands on his throat were loosening slightly. Mm-hmm. When well, the other guy this... came, yeah. they loosened more. Yep. Yeah. Once the other guy came and helped, they loosened more. Um, and they began to chant. And at this point, the mirror begins to shake and rumble along with everything else. And the mirror then begins to spell out some words. And it says in that quote... Was that before the choking, though? No, this was after the choking. Okay. The choking happened, the friend came up, and then after that, the mirror said some crazy I swear it was the words, then he put the cross up. That Yeah, you may be right. No, it is the words, and then he put the cross up to banish the words and everything else. And that was after the choking? Yes. Okay. The choking stopped whenever the friend came yeah, up to I'm help him. Confused. I just blew my brains out a second ago. That's quite all right. Um, the mirror spelled out, you filthy bastard, get out of the house. Nice. It's fucking demon. It's got some sick birds. Yeah, Filthy and bastard. He, next thing you know, he's going to be calling his mom a jerk or something. Meanwhile, the temperature in the room is still dropping. Um, Ed remembers his crucifix at this point and begins to brandish it towards the mirror and the room. And they all begin chanting again. Him and the other teammate begin to chant again. Uh, slowly but surely, it starts to subside. Um, the writing goes away. The temperature goes back up. I'm like picturing him with the cross going, Kalima! 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 <laughs> Kalima! Kalatuvarata Nikto! Yep. And kind of to finish up like some more incidences that happen at the Smurl House. Hopefully it's better than Ash. What? Evil Dead? I haven't watched Evil Dead. Oh my god, dude. Which is crazy because I love Bruce Campbell. He has to go grab a book and he has to say the, Necronomicon, the words yes. before he takes the book to break the curse. Interesting. And it's Klaatu Verata Nikto. And uh, he forgets. So he gets up there and he's like, Klaatu Verata. <laughs> and he grabs the book. 
it's wild that I've never watched Ash versus or Evil Dead. I don't watch Ash versus. Um, I've read his books. I love the other ones. Bruce Campbell, but I've never met him. I've never met him. I would like to. Um, I told you what happened when I met him. I couldn't even talk to him. Yes, you did. He kept pulling my shirt up and down, looking at my tattoos, talking to me about everything for like ten minutes. Guy is awesome. He's super down to <laughs> Get a chance, meet him. I, I'll certainly try. Uh, but to kind of go over a few incidents that happened while the Eds, while the Eds, nice. Well, Ed and Lorraine was special there too. <laughs> while the Warrens were still there, uh, Ed got one of his friends to come over to help out, and they had a camera with him, a portable camera, which he had a battery backpack on for the camera and whenever he would move around he said he could feel electricity in the air well it was also getting jerked the backpack was getting jerked yes like pulled and mm-hmm. tugged and they felt like there was static going going all around him and Ed told him that the demon was feeding off the battery yeah. essentially well him and the battery so he's basically a giant battery pack for the demon yep which is also why battery drain when you go uh, the next day uh, Jack was in the shower taking a sh- shower, clearly. Uh, and he's begun to feel like little sting and bites. Yeah, he said it was like wasp stings. That's what he said so he felt it like. So suck. Yeah, that would suck. Um, almost as bad as a caterpillar. But at least it wasn't a wasp because then it never would have stopped stinging because they're fucking dicks. <laughs> but also you would be able to kill with the water pretty quickly. Because of where it's stinging you. That's right. Could be up your gooch. Can't really get it there. Things you in a nut. You ain't doing shit. You're gonna be on the ground. <laughs> then it can take its time killing you. <laughs> That's fair. And if you try um, to get up, it'll sting in the other nut. Shortly after, he got out of the shower and clothed as much as possible. And they were taking pictures of the bites. Uh, there's three, and Ed suggested that the reason why it was three is because it was a mocking of the Trinity, the Holy Trinity. Yep. Which, if you don't know, it's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is the Holy Trinity. Um, uh, this is towards the end. The grandson of the Warrens at this point had been to the Warrens. The grandson of the Warrens had been to the Smurls' house. And after meeting with the Smurls and finding everything out, the grandson basically said it was amazing how resilient the family was and all the crazy shit they've been through. And, and it was well, their faith and shit keeping them together. Yep, it as opposed to other cases they'd been to where the family was completely falling apart. Yep. Then the demon wrote, what was it? It was like 666420 smoke up, bruh. <laughs> and they knew they were dealing with a fucking dick. Yeah. A, a Chad. The last a fucking thing, Chad in the house. The no. last thing I have to add to this is the best part. Um, somewhere along the lines, the dog of the family, oh yeah, Simon... Just fucking noped out of reality. Yes. It was walking. While the mother saw him. Yeah, it was walking, and the, and Janet was watching him, and then he fucking literally evaporated. Disappeared. Yep. Completely gone. And then he came back. He came back. But still fucking wild. The dog was like, all right, my people need me. <laughs> and disappeared. Comes back, he's got a cable, S in his chest. God. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. He had a little ring with a Green Lantern. It's even worse. It's it's worse. Okay, so now back to me. I have one last chapter for you, and this chapter is batshit crazy. This one is like the biggest one that sticks in my head. 
Okay, so this is now going to one of the biggest attacks that completely stands out in my mind to this point in the book. The house had been pretty peaceful for a few days. Um, maybe the prior events, the Warrens had helped um, with the Warrens had helped. I think it was the banishing, or maybe it was biding its time, building up the energy. That's my thoughts. Because what happens now? For this insane attack on a night, ready? The night of June twenty first, nineteen eighty six. Holy eight. shit! No time. Fuck. <laughs> we almost had it. So I believe at this point, um, Jack. Yeah, nineteen. No, actually, it was. I let me correct this. It was June twenty first at night. I believe it was nineteen eighty six because the last date in the book is January nineteen eighty six. Yes. So Jack woke up abruptly for no reason. Um, he words it as he was thrown from the car. So I'm guessing it's like that falling feeling you get. Like you ever fallen asleep on the edge of the couch, sleeping on your side? And you fucking jump awake, shaking, thinking you tipped off the couch. No. You didn't? But I have. (laughs) I have done that on my bed. Like, I've been sleeping in my bed, and I'm, like, at that cusp of awake and asleep. And, like, I've got the feeling of falling. My whole body goes, oh, shit. And I've gotten up. Even though I'm dead center in my bed. Well, those other ones are, like, if you ever sleep on a couch, like, you're sleeping on your side with your your face facing the back of the couch. Mm -hmm. And you just... Jump awake and grab the back of the couch, thinking you're tipping, and you're like nowhere near the edge. It just happens. Oh, I've I've fallen asleep in a rocking chair, and like I've had my hands back it above my tipping. head, and you, it feels like I'm tipping. So I'm like grab on, and it didn't even. Move. And then you What's almost on? knock yourself actually. Exactly. Over. <laughs> okay, so um, he lost me now. Getting caught off in this whole thing. Oh, he felt like he was falling from a cl- thrown from a cliff. So, like I said, I'm guessing it was like that jumping awake you feel. Uh, on this night, Janet had also went to sleep on the couch. Jack said she would do this occasionally, in the hot months especially. Mm-hmm. So, he was startled awake, as we mentioned, and he notices a figure coming from the corner of the room out of the shadows. There was a woman. She looked to be around her 70s. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about this part. In her face, at least. She was paper white with scales in some places and open sores all over that were like seeping pus. Her hair was white, scraggly. Her eyes were red. He also mentioned that her gums were green and she was missing teeth, but the few she had were pointed, like vampirish. But her body, as he mentions, was firm, like a younger woman's. You could bounce a quarter off her ass. You could fucking make it hail up in there. Just fucking. (laughs) So so she continues moving towards him, and he already kind of knew why, but again, he was completely paralyzed and unable to move. She came to the bed. She climbed atop him in a dominant position and began to have rough sex with him. My nose is running. Yes, I noticed. (laughs) He couldn't move or scream. He said he just felt fear and terror, seeing and feeling this. And she continued to, quote, to ride him, in his words. And she, um, she'd, he could tell when she was having an orgasm because she would smile each time. <laughs> and it was multiple times because her smile kept getting wider 
and wider. And um, and she also he also said her body would like tense up. So he just knew what was happening basically. And then after a little while, she just disappeared, and he could move again. And he mentions that he. Well. Let me rephrase this. That she left a sticky substance on him. Uh, we kind of know what that is. Is this what sex is? Yes. Is it, sex is messy. I, I don't want to have it. Substance on him. And like I, I wrote here, I'll let you figure that one out. But we just basically said it. But in this case, it was thick and had a pungent smell. Uh, and he also mentions that he was sore. As if he were having prolonged sex. And, you know, he I, to me, I'd be completely fucking traumatized at this point. So I'm assuming he was pretty fucked up right now. So he showered, he cleaned himself off as best as he could, and he went to tell Janet what happened. Upon hearing it, she burst into tears, which this is just an insane attack. Yeah. She declared now that she would do whatever it took to get the church to step in and save them. Now. And, yeah. This is, yeah, this is where the party kind of mentioned earlier. She's going to do whatever it takes to get the fucking church to do something. Now, in the morning, while they were having breakfast, Dawn mentioned that she had a nightmare where an ugly woman had attacked her father. They never mentioned it to the children. So she had only known from her nightmare. So she kind of had like a little vision of yeah. what was happening to her father. Which one? Is this Dawn? This one was Dawn, yes. Interesting. So that brings chapter two, part two, to an end. Chapter like forty in the book. What are you doing? You taking a picture of your arm? Yes. Um, you talk for a second. Okay. I need tissue. Thank you for listening to this. Well, when I close up, yeah, I, got one I know, but I still want to say thank you for listening to this lengthy episode of part two. Um, it's it's kind of wild, all the stuff that happens to these people, and we're not even. I want to say we're about halfway through the book right now. There's still a lot more that happens. They try some other things to help banish the spirits. Yeah, this was um, definitely a long episode. This was a long episode. If you I want think... something longer? Call me. You <laughs> should see his fucking ruler set. I just went to the bathroom to get tissues, and it still hasn't. It's still under I the chair. I got what you meant. Into yes, the bedroom. I got that. Yes. Okay. So I, I want to say something about another ghost show. Jack and the the Ghost Hunters, the Ghost Explorers. Yes, Jack and the Ghost Explorers. That was two different shows, anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay. So I was about to say because the one you want, the one you did say, is a real show. Are they still around? I loved that show. Girl. I believe they are still around. They are. They guys are. Cool. I could be right. So anyway, there was this old paranormal show. I don't know if it's still on. I'm okay. going to say the name. Once. Ready? Ready? Ready to edit it out? Penn State Paranormal Society was the group. I don't remember what the show was called, actually. Oh. So, that society probably still exists. Now. So, I don't think you can get copyrighted for saying the name of it. It's like saying, okay, so let me get into this for two seconds. If you can survive. The host looked like my friend. Okay. Okay. So he was kind of goofy looking. Now... He had a few people on his team. I think it was a another guy. I believe it was it might have been a gay guy. I don't remember. Two girls, three girls. One was kind of cute. But here's the thing: if you're going to houses, mm-hmm. you're trying to expel ghosts, 
and demons and uh, shit like that. Usually you gotta have devout. If you're doing it religiously, you need to have de- devout beliefs. You yes. You need to have the power. Yeah. And the head guy here was, I believe, Catholic. Devout Catholic. Mm-hmm. So he would say prayers to help expel the ghosts. Okay. Another girl in the group was a pagan. So she would go out and say, like, Druid, Druidistic. Druidic Druidic That's what it worked out Like druidistic She would do like Druidic type stuff And like Okay White magic To expel Now If he's acknowledging (laughs) That she can Use her magic And her gods Uh, He's not very devout In his own belief Right I mean Yes But no Yes but no I get the clash, but it's also possible to be a staunch believer in one thing and acknowledge another god that's going to help no. you save the people. Acknowledge that they believe it, not acknowledge that it is a real thing. But he but actually he has brings them in, on the team that is, which a brings bit him weird. in to help, which means he's acknowledging that they have power to help. Which means you have to Maybe acknowledge they have friend. a god. Maybe they're just good friends. And like he's like, oh, I just bring her along because she's like, she's the mascot. She's got no friends. She's kind of weird. She's kind of weird. To be honest, though, those people are those exact people, like the the Wicca people, the but, pagans, are the exact people where they're like they have no friends, so they get in, bring them along. But the seriousness of this is, it wouldn't fucking work. It was for ratings. I'm guessing. <laughs> was she the hot one? No, I don't know. Then the other girl wasn't super hot. She was just cute. She was okay looking. I would say a little bit more okay looking. Okay. But um, I, I, I don't know. I think that's about it for tonight. I don't really know too much about... I know a little bit about paranormal activity and paranormal investigation. I don't know if pagan beliefs would work. It might. It's possible. It, it could, but you can't mix. bring in your you Catholic belief, being wholehearted, using it, while you're acknowledging this person's God might help because yours might not. I don't know. That's you a can't weird mix one. them like that. It doesn't work. It's like again, like I said last episode. Okay, we tried getting this ghost out of here. I prayed to God. I threw the holy water, but maybe your Lord Satan could help and scare it out. <laughs> you want to step over? Uh, can you? What about uh, Allah? Come here over. I can't think of right Middle Eastern name. I, it's probably good that you can't. It's probably better that you can't. Come here, Akbar. Damn it! I told you it's probably better. Call that upon you can... Allah, because my God's not doing it. So name, we're gonna have to name, look towards your God. Name one more God, I dare you. Um, Vishnu. Okay. What what religion does that come from? It's Indian, isn't it? Okay. Which is um, almost Hindu. Yes. Okay. I'm satisfied with that. Uh, I I did know another one. Hold on. Okay. Now it'll become death. Krishna. That is also from Hindu. Pretty sure. No, that's the weird people that give out flowers at the airport. Krishna? Yeah, is the god of... What am I thinking of then? The... Uh, Vishnu is... Krishna is with, though, that sect at the church... At the... 
Hare Krishnas. I have no idea. They might be Hindu for all I know. I don't know. It's very possible. But it's like a six-armed blue god. That's Vishnu, and that is also Hinduism. I'm pretty sure. That's also Krishna, which is also Hinduism. I'm pretty sure Krishna is the same thing. I'm pretty sure that's another just Hindu god. No, she's just blue. See? No, not six-armed. She's just blue. What religion does she come from? Because now I'm curious. Is it Hindu or is it like uh, another religion? Uh, Krishna and the Mahabharata. Does that help? No. My religions are a bit shaky. Especially when it comes to um, Asian religions. I see that. Major deity in Hinduism. Ah, See, it was Hinduism. He is worshipped as the eighth avatar of the god Vishnu. So it's one (laughs) one of Vishnu's. Yes, one of Vishnu. Oh my god, that's when he's reached 8,000! <laughs> sorry, sorry. Do you know much about Buddhism? Uh, a little bit. I know... Buddhism's pretty interesting. I got into a big talk with my therapist once about the forms of Taoism. There's like three forms. Yes. Like Tao, Tao, and something else. Yeah. And the way of. she explained them, because she was trying to explain, because most, a lot of my stuff was like inner conflict. Like... I saw people get angry and pissed off. Do you know what's the what's the primary belief of Buddhism, or primary? I don't know if you're interrupting my story. I'm sorry. Well, what is it? Life is suffering. Oh, yeah. There's also that sect of people that they walk and they sweep the sidewalks in front of them so they never step on a bug, and they wear masks so they won't inhale a bug. They don't want to kill anything. Huh. But, There's uh, also Buddhists that sealed themselves in like sarcophagi while they were still awake and they dehydrated. I saw them. I yeah. saw the statue and they they Did you? they uh X-rayed them. They X-rayed them like there's a person in this. Yeah. So anyway, she was explaining to me it was like the three forms of Tao or something. It was like I don't I can't remember the exact words. Don't quote me on this, but it was like Tao Dao or something else. Anyway, but the whole belief was like a lot of my shit was inner conflict. Like I saw people in my life always pissed off smashing stuff angry uh what's it called anger issues <laughs> so yeah growing up if i got angry i'd fall apart i was afraid of anger mm-hmm. so it took her years for me to tell teach me to understand that anger is normal yes you're allowed to get mad you're allowed to go punch stuff it's all right it's I, a release yeah i never allowed myself to have that so uh she started looking at the ways I believe, because I have a mesh of things. Right. And she was explaining how they were like three forms. And the way she explained it was one of the forms will look at a tree and go, I can turn that into a chair. Cut the tree down, make a chair. Yep. Another form will look at that tree and say something like, tree's ugly, get it out of the way. Then another group will look at that tree and go, that tree what it should be I'm going to sit under it and enjoy its shade yeah there's no reason to move it and she said that's the type of person I am because <laughs> yeah. I don't change shit that doesn't need to be changed I like to enjoy things as they are which is weird being fucked up in the head and punk and... I but think I don't see a because point you are in punk, fucking up shit if you don't yeah. need to I think because you are punk you appreciate the values of Things that are already there, and no need to change something yeah. always. I get, you know, I mean, arguments I get to my father because he wants to cut down my trees in the front yard. He wants to cut the branches that are on the side of the road. Why? 
I'm like, Dad, I like those branches. They're not over the house. They're pretty. Don't cut my branches down. Yeah, until they become dangerous or problematic, leave them. Might as well. He's the type of person. This is a joke if you're listening, Dad. He's the type of person that would read The Giving Tree. And then when he got done, he would burn the book for heat. (laughs) That's a good joke. I think we should call it here. (laughs) If you don't know that story, it's all about a tree that keeps giving everything to this kid. And eventually he takes the whole tree. Yeah. So the joke being that then you take the book and burn it. You're using that fucking tree again. Yep. That's a sad story though. But it's how people are. It, it is unfortunate, but it happens a lot. Hey, right. If you guys enjoy our podcast and want to get in contact with us or just follow our social medias, we have multitudes of social medias. Our email, which is probably one of the best ways to get in contact with us, is Arcanum Obscura cast at gmail.com our twitter account is at arcanum obscura our instagram account which we post photos and little tidbits about the cases we talk about yep is arcanum obscura podcast and i manage all of them so if you want to say shit about nate go for it only i'm gonna see it yeah until you connect all your shit I should start connecting all my shit, but at the same time, like I already have a lot of shit connected to my stuff. So what I, you do is you get another. I have already two emails on listen, my phone alone. Listen, listen. What's that? What's that? Good fucking yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. No, no, no. What was that? It was a like, kind of like a viral video. Listen, Linda. Yes, that's what I was trying, I was trying to think of the name. Anyway, <laughs> listen. What you do. Is you get another email. I buy another app. phone. No, you just get another email. App. I have two ready that I use. What do you use? I use the basic. Um, one app. that comes with iPhone. Yeah, the basic one that comes with the Which iPhone sucks. and then Outlook. Okay, well, Outlook sucks too. Get Spark, first of all. Fuck you. Watch. Ready? I'm going to show you a trick. A little IT lesson here, people. There's this email client called Spark. One, two. Look. See Spark? Yeah. Boop. You know you can do that with Outlook, uh, right? Uh, uh, you can do that with Outlook uh, as well. Yeah, but Outlook's fucking Microsoft. Yeah. I Well, I have to use this. It's for my job. <laughs> my job requires me to get Outlook. But seriously, right? just throw like Spark on there and put just these emails on it. Then you'll get notifications for the emails for each. You That's know, fair. Thing, you know what I mean? What like your personal. You'll whole... get a notification on Apple for personal, notification on outlook for work and notification mm-hmm. on this for podcast what about instagram though instagram you I, can add multiple accounts can i switch between them and yeah to... i'll show you how to do that too well you want to show me right now two you seconds. show me after the episode yeah i can show you after the episode um you just click your name in the top okay you drop down you pick the next name well if you enjoy our podcast please rate leave, us yes leave a like um rate send us. me money Follow us. <laughs> I don't know how you would. I'd have to give a personal email. You know yeah. what? If this ever, if people ever start like listening more and stuff, I'll get a post office box. You want to get a PO box? If we get people listening. Oh my god! It'd what, be cool what do you to th- get like real mail and shit. Right, but like, what do you think people would send us? I don't know. Real teeth. Mail. Can you send teeth through the postal service? I'd Probably. find a place to stick them in my mouth. Oh, fuck. Don't send us teeth. That's all I ask. <laughs> I don't want to see him doing that. Like, that's the... <laughs> yeah. I don't... 
No, they're just gonna send. Most people will send you like like a postcard or that. I'm fine with. I'm just worried. I've, other podcasts will do it, and they always get shit that's kind of funny, like letters or pictures drawn of them and things like that. It'd be kind of neat. Oh, let's not post any pictures of what we look like, and let's see what people think we look like. That would be cool. I want to see what people think we look like. That would be fun. They can go buy the pictures, and the, that's about it. Yes, the Arcanum Obscura pictures. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be great. Um, make sure to share us with your friends. Rate family. us. Rate us. Definitely rate us if you can. If you can, rate us. Uh, I know some services don't. Really I know have some any... people also don't like sitting there writing a whole review. Just hit the star. Yeah, just hit the star. You don't have to write a review. Review is only helpful to us so we know if we can approve upon something. Yeah. If you have a legitimate thing you would like to tell us, by all means, if you don't feel comfortable publicly posting it, send us an email. That works too, um, but share us with your friends, your family, um, your children. Try... No, don't do the... play us ha... as bedtime stories. I don't know about that. I want a whole generation fucked up. Stop it. I want a little army. You've done enough of that in your own time. Yeah, I kind of did. Yeah, exactly. But definitely, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy it. And come back. And come back. I miss you. I don't. Not, not you. Talking to fucking listeners. Yeah. I miss them. I don't. I miss them. He's an asshole. You see that? He doesn't even want you to listen. He's being a douche. They're my friends. They're, they're nice <laughs> they're to only me. only fucking ones. They're nice. They talk to me in my head when I sleep. What do they say to you, Chris? Sweet things. Sweet nothing. You've never heard in your life. Like I don't know. That someone lady. Someone telling you they love you. That. Oh. Getting a hug from someone. Never will I ever experience these things. No, you've got with that. Hey man, two-inch strap rawhide across I, your face. I for was asking for more porridge. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa can I have, have some another? more? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Was, may I have another? That's what it was after you got whipped. I, Please, you... sir, may I have another? Uh, yes, I mean no. Almost done. One more, sir. Look me in the eye when you do it. <laughs> Oh fuck! We gotta go. You can tell we're getting tired. Uh, So, oh my god, Cass is gonna be off the wall tonight. I know. I hope you guys have Uh, a great day, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. I know it's run a bit long. Yeah, like two forty. Yeah. Next episode will make will make a lot shorter. It does. I mean, if you don't mind, Uh, I don't care. It's it's, rough doing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do. My back was hurting at two. Yeah, it's so I was standing it's up. It's rough to listen to somebody talk for two hours. It's tough to look at your face for two hours. It's, yeah. It'd be better if you'd put on fucking clothes one of these times. I have my socks on. Yeah, but you guys don't <laughs> understand. It's like a hundred pound kid, tube socks, like a raisin between his thighs or something. I don't know what the fuck that thing is. <laughs> then his nipples stick out like pen caps. Yep. Farther than his penis does. Tell me that my back is. The I fucking devil. I think, yeah. Hurts. I was just about to say that loud noise is like, ah, oh, thing. I think somebody's coming to shoot us. I told you the fuck. I saw the devil. I can see through his crack. It's like freaking me the fuck out. <laughs> I don't like this back porch. Like, seriously. All I right. saw something out there. We're okay. going to head out before we get killed and yeah. find accident. We're right in front of the sliding glass door where I saw the devil. Yep. Um, I was on the porch when I saw it, so we had the glass to protect us. And the current. The symbol of Cthulhu. Yeah. 
It's not the symbol of Cthulhu, by the way. It's Cthulhu's representation of his head. Yeah. I... Your door doesn't. You're fucked. <laughs> Have a good day. Good night, Enjoy people. Yourself. It's like 11 o'clock, so good night. And if I, in case I don't see you, good evening, good... What was it? In case I don't see you, good day, good afternoon, good evening. I don't know if that's from... Mr. Uh, Truman, The Truman Show? Never watched it. Good show. Or good movie, I should say. It. God, what is the quote? And in case I don't see you, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. Something like that. Is that it? I believe so. Or good, good afternoon. Good morning, good afternoon, good night? Well, no, he sees them in the morning. Oh. And he says, in <laughs> case I don't see you for the rest of the day, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Oh, I've never seen it. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Anyways, have a good day. And I didn't get to say what this episode is brought uh, to you by. Uh, it's brought to you by my dog clicker. That's all I got. Okay, bye.